As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Listening to Race Day Live on Downforce UK, brought to you by Clapham North MOT, Motorsport Days Live, Stopwatch Hospitality, and Trade Price Cars. The wait is over, ladies and gentlemen. We are here at PF International at the Trent Valley Car Club for the first round of the 2018 MSA British Karting Championships and, of course, here for the Tuto Money Super 1 British Karting Championships as well. It's a glorious day. A little bit of uh, cloud in the air to keep things a little bit humid, but it should be hopefully rain-free over the course of the day, and that will give us 23 action-packed thrill-seeking races, and we're going to see some plenty of action over the course of the day. I'm Jake Sanson. Beside me is Chris McCarthy. It's going to be a magnificent weekend here for the first round of the 2018 Super 1 Series with the nine different classes. X30 at Mini, Junior and Senior level. Cadet for Hondas and Iamis. And then Rotax Max for the uh, Mini Max, Junior and Senior categories as well as Rotax 177. Nine classes all the way through the weekend. And we start with Heat 1 AVB Group. And that is for Junior X30. And it's Joseph Taylor who starts from pole position with Tom Edgar in second, Lewis Gilbert in third, and Alessandro Serenetti, the reigning English champion, in fourth position. Tom Edgar for Fusion Motorsport. No relation to Johnny Edgar, incidentally. It's just a namesake. But Joseph Taylor leads us out with Taylor and Edgar at the front. Gilbert and Serenetti are third and fourth. From Axel Laflame, Lewis Thompson, Caden McQueen, Shane White, Dragon Pinsent, Reggie Dewey, Sam Heading, Luke Whitehead, Louis Short, Tyler Reed, Alicia Barrett, Rufus Hunt, Tom Mills, Ali Akabi, the Jordanian, and then we have Max Meir, Teddy Pritchard-Williams, Douglas Bolger, Sam Hawthorne, Matthew Hudson, Adam Malalu of Barbados, Eduardo Cossateng, William Ellswood, and Aaron Walker. A very busy grid for this first heat, Chris, and straight off the back, Joe Taylor, straight up to the front. Yep, Joseph Taylor doing a very good job to uh, get uh, pole position on that Fullerton chassis, as you said, Tom Edgar. Uh, perhaps one of the most standout performances, I think, from Tom Edgar there. Uh, young driver on the front row. Uh, Lewis Gilbert, of course, won the first round of the X30 Euro Series. He's on row two with Alessandro Serenetti. Always goes very well round here. Axel Laflamme could have so easily been starting third for uh, his uh, heats, but uh, just uh, a little bit of a delay going into the first sector on his last lap just cost him a bit of time. Uh, Lewis Thompson was quick here last weekend. Uh, Kayla McQueen and Shane White row four, as you said. Then we've got the number four and the number three, Dragon Pinsett and Reggie Dewey. Luke Whitehead was not uh, uh, happy with his qualifying performances. Watch him from the outside of row six to his inside. Sam Hibbing. 
Here we go, Taylor, Edgar, Gilbert, Sedanetti, Laflame, Thompson, and we're away. Cracking start into the first corner. Was that uh, a race false restart? Start, yeah, yes. false start. False start. I did wonder if that was going to be a false start, and indeed well. it was. So uh, they're going to have to go round again. And obviously, you've been in this situation before, Chris, when the race is obviously ready to get going. You've done everything you're right to in preparation, and then you have to go round again. What happens to the nerves at that point? Uh, it helps you settle down, usually. Um, you know, you get get another chance just to just to get the, the tyres up to temperature a bit, just to get yourselves a... Uh, uh, settled down but sometimes then this means a longer run round to the start finish line at a very slow pace and sometimes that gives you too much time to think about what you're going to do on the first lap so really you just need to treat it as a lap to uh, try and settle yourselves down as you said one of the names you mentioned down the field there Ali Akabi from uh, Jordan was very quick at the uh, IAMI International Finals last year finished uh, 12th place I think it was by the end but uh, was fighting for a podium position until an incident in the pre-final it's uh, really brilliant to have the Dan Holland racing driver here all the way from Jordan so uh, we'll keep an eye on how he goes but uh, for the first time in 2018 in Super 1 I think we're going to get underway in racing this time Taylor, Edgar, Gilbert, Sadanetti, Laflame, Thompson, McQueen, White, Pinson, Dewey and Heading. It's going to be an interesting one as they blast away this time. Will it be a clean start? Yes, it is. That's much more like it. And straight away, Gilbert pops up in front of Tom Edgar as they charge through the chicane for the first time under the Litchfield Bridge and sweeping through the left-hander. Joe Taylor in front from Gilbert. Yep, it looks like Laflame's gone straight into a third place as well. Fourth place is uh, Caden McQueen. So the inside row is getting a very good start there as they come off the Litchfield Bridge for the first time. Tom Edgar is in fifth place then it's uh, sixth place I think it is Dragon pins it seventh place I think Reggie Dewey trying to go around the outside of one of the two oh, motorsport oh, drivers lead. Axel Laflame has come around the outside of the hairpin and gone straight into the lead so Axel Laflame takes over the command of the positions there with Joseph Taylor slotting into second position as they weave their way through the left through the right a magnificent start to this race from Axel Laflame from P5 on the grid has come up to the lead for Pierre Sexton Racing uh, Axel Laflame don't, don't say his name wrong or his <laughs> Dad, his dad will collar you. Right, but uh, right. Axel Laflamme it is who's going to lead them off the uh, last corner then and uh, across the line for the first time. So he, the first leader in Super 1 this season. Joseph Taylor in second place. Lewis Gilbert third. Caden McQueen having a good start to his season in fourth. And Caden McQueen challenging for third place under the bridge. And Caden McQueen up to third. Tom Edgar's going to go with him and go to fourth. So Gilbert now on the back foot. And he's been passed by Jordan pins it off the bridge. Sam Heading goes through a play. So he was the Tony Motorsport driver we couldn't quite identify. Oh, and that's Alonso. Thompson's through as well. Gilbert's going to go down another two spot. places. The, th uh, the three plate goes through as well. There, that's Reggie Dewey. Change of lead. Joseph Taylor retaking the lead. And Caden McQueen through to third place. Tom Edgar briefly into third. But Caden McQueen now in the third. That's allowed the two leaders to escape ever so slightly. Absolutely cracking start to this season with Laflamme and Taylor battling for the lead with Joe Taylor now in front, but Laflamme is going to try and get him back. Gilbert in third from McQueen, Edgar, Pinson, Heading, Thompson, Dewey, Serenetti and Whitehead as they come through that time by out of the final turn and down the home stretch once again. Joe Taylor with Axel Laflamme right underneath him as they go through and up and over the curbs. Right, left, right under the Litchfield Bridge and sailing through change that left. Yep, change of third place. It looks like Pinson going for McQueen. And Thompson's gone with him, so uh, McQueen drops down to uh, fifth place then. In fact, Thompson to third. Yeah, yeah, Lewis Thompson up to third place then as they uh, head down towards hairpin number one. Laflamme 
Daniel, good job here. Just oh, push along nudge. in terms of Taylor. Little nudge on the back of Joe Taylor and Thompson trying to shake off the attentions of Dragon Pinson at the moment. Up to fifth position. That looks like a move from Edgar. Further down the order, Alessandro Serenetti had gone past Gilbert. Gilbert repasses him. So Gilbert out of the top ten, Jake. Really struggling at the moment as Luke Whitehead now makes a move on Caden McQueen. So Whitehead starting to come through the order. He's made now five places. So has Dragon Pinson. Those two the biggest movers in the field at the moment. But it is the two leaders uh, with a gap of about eight tenths of a second as we come out the last corner to complete lap number three. So Joe Taylor and Axel Laflamme getting away from the rest of the pack with Lewis Thompson, Dragon Pinson, Tom Edgar, Luke Whitehead, Caden McQueen, Dewey, Heading, Gilbert, White, Serenetti and Alicia Barrett in 13th. Cracking racing so far and it's still going full guns in the midfield. Yeah, Reggie Dewey trying to line up a move on Caden McQueen here. Will he do it over the bridge? Yes, he does. So uh, Reggie Dewey, that is, up into seventh place now. And it looks like Dragon Pinson is uh, just working with Lewis Thompson here. The gap is about eight tenths of a second still, but uh, Dragon Pinsett has gone purple in the first sector. Luke Whitehead seems to be trying to line up a move on uh, Tom Edgar as they uh, head up towards the chicane. Then it's a gap back to Dewey McQueen. Then we have Gilbert trying to recover from what has been a difficult start to his first race. He's got uh, the attentions of, I think, Shane White at the moment. Let's see as they make their way through the uh, Mike Wilson complex. It isn't Shane White, it's actually Sam Heading who uh, is right with Lewis Gilbert. That's a busy part of the track, that. As, uh, that's now four laps completed. The fastest lap for Luke Whitehead. Up around the long sweeping left that takes you over the bridge. It's a really interesting battle between Taylor and Laflamme. Every one of these corners, they give as good as they get. Every time Laflamme goes faster in the mid-sector, he's got a response from Taylor. Good battle. Luke Whitehead's gone past Tom Edgar yep. on this lap. And the top four now right together. Oh, yes, Thompson and Pinson have closed right up. So Lewis Thompson and uh, Dragan Pinson right in there in P4. So this is now a four-way scrap for the victory. Taylor Laflamme, Thompson, Pinson with Whitehead and Edgar still charging hard. Got to say, Lewis Thompson, a brilliant start to his season. Oh, oh the three wide. Yeah, three wide. Serenetti, that was grabbing what might be, uh, I think, an eighth or tenth place. As, uh, trying you, to hold it round yeah. the outside. How do we keep an eye on what's going on down there? Me, Alessandro Serenetti had his Weetabix this morning. He's rolled his sleeves right up and has well, got into the mix. Brilliant well, stuff. He's lost two places now in the last section of that lap. It's Sam Heading who emerges in what is going to be... They change, they change. Laflamme goes for Taylor. Laflamme up the inside makes the move and Thompson's going to go with him so Laflamme through to the lead Thompson is through to second no he's not Thompson now already having a crack at Laflamme and that's going to hold him up and that's going to be a bit of an issue there for Dragon Pinson and here comes Luke Whitehead down the inside of Joseph Taylor Lewis Thompson trying to go round the outside slots into second so it's Laflamme Thompson brings it and Thompson now going to the leader helping Tom has to use a bit of curb they're going to be side by side on the exit Thompson will get a hand from Dragon Pinson to go into the lead Axel Laflamme holds on to second. Dragon is in third place. Whitehead fourth. Taylor, I think that is, in fifth place. Then it's a gap back to Reggie Dewey in sixth place. Seventh place is Tom Edgar. And uh, eighth place, Caden McQueen. And, uh, well, no, it's Lewis Gilbert, eighth place. And then it is Caden McQueen. Then a big gap back to uh, one of the fusion drivers next to Long, which uh, will be Alicia Barrett. I have a feeling that Pinsent is going to have a front fairing issue because his nose definitely you know, came yeah. up, didn't it? And that's a real problem as they sweep through the left-hander. Lewis Thompson, though, on the Birolart chassis, hits the front. He's going to have a lot of... Uh, 47 warning flag. That is Axel Laflamme. 
So I have a feeling that he has been the one who's basically been given the slap on the wrist by the officials oh, in all of that. Up Joe the inside, Taylor. that is Joe Taylor making the move on Whitehead, and he gets through as a result of La Flamme going a little bit wide. Pinson tried to make the move on the inside. Now Taylor tucks in in P4. Whitehead is still there in P5, and leading the four-card charge behind them is Dewey from Edgar Gilbert and McCoy. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Green. Then behind that, it is uh, Barrett, Shane Wright, Barrett. and Tyler Reed. So... Got Tyler Reed confused with Sam Heading. Sam Heading's actually had a difficult few laps and has dropped all the way down to a 19th place. Warning flag for Lewis Thompson, the race leader. Uh, That's interesting. So no. both Thompson and Laflamme have been given warnings by the officials. Come on, guys. No. Your elbows are out. There was a bit of, uh, I'd say, perhaps a tiny bit of contact into Hairpin 2 when he took the lead. But uh, overall, I don't think it was anything. That deserves the penalty. And there goes a change for second place. Astragan pins it going into second place ahead of Axel Laflamme. Taylor still fourth, Whitehead fifth, Lewis Thompson well, still in the lead. They've seen the time is ticking down, Big Star. We're yes. going to have uh, this lap and one more, I think. And that will just about be done and dusty. It's going to be tight, though. Yeah, we may squeeze two more in. Who knows? Dragon Pins, it's going to go for the lead. Here he goes. Here we go. the inside, and that's beautiful. It's left the door wide open for Laflamme to get through. Taylor's going to try and get him on the undercut as well. Thompson is going to try and hold it round the outside, but Taylor slots in. Third position. Thompson down from first to fourth. Got to say, surprise, Lewis Thompson didn't go on the defensive there. He loses a place to Luke Whitehead down at Bobby Game Gorner, or does he? Actually, well driven round the outside there from Thompson to uh, hold on to that fourth place. Lewis Gilbert is now in 6th place then in 7th place it is Tom Edgar behind that it is uh, Roger Dewey then Caden McQueen and 2 more laps we do have Jake the warning flag comes out for Rufus Hunt on that lap so 2 to go and Pinson from Laflamme, Taylor, Thompson, Whitehead, Gilbert, Edgar, Dewey, McQueen, Reed, White and Barrett. Twelve cars very, very close together at the front end. It's all getting very hectic for 10th position as those three battle away. Reed, White and Barrett. Ali Akabi is getting close to that as well. Look at the battle for the lead. Oh, on the outside. Defence from Pinson. And Laflamme goes round the outside of the hairpin. Catches him out there nicely. Thompson is now going to try and squeeze a gap on the inside of Pinson to get through. And Taylor's going to swamp them both. Yeah, good move that from Laflamme goes round the outside, but uh, Thompson once again going uh, very uh, tight into that second hairpin, makes a move, but uh, 
doesn't really go uh, too far forward as a result. Luke Whitehead was trying to go I up the inside of Jacob Pinsett. Yeah, Luke, Lewis Gilbert is still just behind Luke Whitehead. Then it is uh, behind that Edgar. Then we have Dewey. And behind that, Caden McQueen. And last lap board, it is that goes out. And Laflamme comfortable in the lead. Laflamme comfortable in the first position. Taylor second is all clear. Third position is anybody's guess. Right oh, and Whitehead. Some moves being is that made. Pinson on Thompson? No, it were Whitehead and Pinson are side by side going up towards the Litchfield Bridge. So uh, I assume that was Whitehead challenging Pinson. Pinson's got a good run on Thompson, though. Thompson looks behind him. That's an open invitation for Pinson. Pinson's going to try and oh, cut Reggie back Dewey to the outside. Reggie <laughs> Dewey's going to pick up a lead two places round the outside he gets from Good the move. back two passes the 52 of Edgar passes McQueen now he's going to make another move to try and block to cover them off because he unsuccessfully got past Gilbert Thompson defending big star from Pinson into the left hander as they sweep round Joe Taylor is desperately trying to catch up with Axel Laflamme but Laflamme is going to have this one in the bag surely I'm not sure Taylor can make Ch up that much ground Ch Ch place. Luke Whitehead going up the inside there of Dragon pins it through the uh, Mike Wilson complex so Luke Whitehead up to four out the last corner could be a Drag race to the line. And the Flam's just done it from Taylor. Beautifully done. Third place for Thompson in front of Whitehead and Pinson. Good move there from Luke Whitehead on the last lap. Almost got the top three. Uh, Dewey is sixth. Great work from Reggie Dewey on the last lap. <laughs> Two moves around the yeah, outside. Where did he yeah. pull that from? Not bad. Uh, Gilbert in seventh place from McQueen. Tom Edgar and Tyler Reed rounding out the top ten in the end from Shane White, uh, Ali Ackerby, Teddy Pritchard Williams, Tom Mills, Rufus Hunt, uh, Sam Heading, Louis Short, Max Meir, and Alicia Barrett not having the greatest last lap, unfortunately. It looks no. like she lost some time there down to 19th. William Ells. Aaron Walker, Eduardo Cossateng, Matthew Hudson, Sam Hawthorne, Douglas Bolger and Adam Malalu. We're not sure where, but Alessandro Serenetti came off on lap six. He pulled into the pits by the look of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, problems for Serenetti, which is a real shame. He had such yeah. a mammoth drive in the early stages. Well, he was involved in a lot of, uh, a lot of the chaotic battles towards the uh, start of the race there. So perhaps picked up some damage somewhere along the way so at Serenetti now with a lot of work to do going forwards but uh, well there we go Axel Laflamme takes the win just about from Joseph Taylor Thompson I think will be satisfied with that third place Luke Whitehead made the most places of anyone with uh, fourth place gained eight places then it was Pinzer and Dewey who probably two of the drivers who did some of the most overtaking during that race uh, Reggie Dewey sixth Lewis Gilbert seventh Caden McQueen eighth Tom Edgar ninth Tyler Reeved moved forward four to finish tenth Shane White eleventh Ali Ackerby up sixth to twelfth Teddy Pritchard Williams one of the biggest movers in the, that race as well up seven to finish thirteenth Tom Mills Rufus Hunt Sam Heading Louis Short Max Meir Alicia Barrett and then we had Ellswood after that first race of 23 done for today well that was a hard, hard one to keep up with <laughs> Lewis but, Thompson uh, there uh, we go Lewis Thompson fastest lap of the race in that one as well the 79 and fastest of all in the first sector but there were three separate drivers in the uh, three separate sectors who were fastest of all so exactly as we come to expect it's very close and very very hard work for the drivers to separate each other and uh, we are getting ourselves ready then for the second heat which is Group A versus Group E for Senior Rotax. And the grid looks like this. Joe Turney and Reese Hunter on the first row. Sam White and George Holbrook on the second from Jack McConnell and Kieran Gifford. James Lingard and Lewis Brown. Kian Tang and Michael Cheek. Ethan Haynes and Rob Ellis. Daniel Devereaux alongside Lewis Brown. Then Ryan Garvey and Joe Bleakley. Sam Walker and Harriet Stiles. Jack Tritton and Lewis Ridd. Matt Jones, Luke Francis, Matt Martin, Taylor Adams, Jack Wall, Harry Smithson and Harry Canham. And it's uh, going to be an interesting one. But again, this is the ebb and flow we have on the Saturday. It's uh, no holds barred, non-stop. One race ends, the next one send them out.
Yeah, that's it. First versus fifth overall on the front row there. Joe Tani and Reese Hunter, the two teammates, two Chaos Board teammates. Sam White, George Holbrook, as you said, row two. McConnell, Gifford, Lingard and Lewis Brown, Sang and Cheek. Well, this is going to be definitely an interesting race. This is our biggest grid in Super 1. 70 drivers on the grid in total. This for groups A and E. So Joe Turney took overall pole position. Uh, Reese Hunter was fifth in qualifying overall. But let's see uh, what happens in this one. Joe Turney put on a very dominant display in uh, qualifying to take that uh, pole position. And we'll be definitely hoping for nothing less than a win. But Reese Hunter, Sam White, George Holbrook, some very tough opposition behind him. Jake, here we go for the race start. Final turn, home stretch. Turney on one side, Hunter on the other from White, Holbrook, McConnell, Gifford, Lingard, Brown, Sang, Cheek. Let's go racing again. And it looks like a clean start. Away we go. And straight out in front, Turney gets a beautiful getaway under the Litchfield Bridge. We sweep. And a few drivers going for early doors moves. But it looks as though we're A-OK. -okay, and it's a clean start as they sweep onto the left-hander for the bridge. Down the drop. And look at that. Turney has already pulled out a couple of cart lengths. Yep, Reese Hunter in a pretty comfortable second place. Third place, I think, is Sam White. But not for long. There goes, uh, well, who is that? Is that Kieran Gifford? It is. So Kieran Gifford up to third place. Sam White drops to Fourth, Holbrook is in fifth place. Sixth place is then, let's have a look, that's the number 66 of Jack McConnell. The number 33 follows as James Lingard. That's how they stand in the top six or seven positions at the moment. Lingard going for a move down at Bobby Kane Garner and makes it. So uh, that's Lingard past uh, Jack McConnell. That's going to put him into sixth place. But uh, Hunter keeping Joe Tony very honest at the end of the first lap here, Jake, as we cross the line to complete lap number one. I imagine, though, his uh, tactics may be to push along with his teammate. Yeah, these two are just going to break clear if I know them very well, the Chaos Sport team. They know how to work together in unison. They're going to stretch out the gap if they can and pull out a good sort of six, seven seconds on the rest of the field if they can. Then the penultimate lap, right, no holds barred, yeah. go for it. Yeah, every man for himself. But uh, Kieran Gifford's got a tough task on his hands here if he's going to try and close down these two. He's going to need the assistance of uh, Sam White. So uh, behind that, Holbrook, Lingard, McConnell, Lewis Brown, Cheek Sang. Then we had Ellis, Brown, uh, that's Lewis Brown in the 35, Haynes, Bleakley, Devereaux, Garvey, Ridd, Walker, Styles, Jones, Adams, Tritton, uh, Smithson, Cannon. Then we had Matt Martin, Jack Wall, no Luke Francis. We're not too sure what happened there, but uh, no particularly good or bad starts for everyone. A very clean start, I think it's fair to say. So uh, very good driving from our senior road tax at the moment, Jake. But Kieran Gifford is coming for the two leaders. The gap was nine tenths. It's now down to half a second. Yeah, he's not letting them get away. He's just been fastest in the and first and third sector. Change the lead. Reese Hunter going past Joe Turner. Well, I think they needed to do something because yeah. they know that Gifford's coming. They can see how close and they can probably hear how close he is as well. So they need to come up with a new strategy. Well. Sam White, though, right up there in fourth position on the Coles cart. That's a really good start to the season from him, considering he's jumped up from the juniors, having done a brilliant job last season. Now he's there as a senior, his first race in the 2018 campaign, and he's right up at the front. Trying to chase them down, we've got George Holbrook very fast this morning in qualifying, as we know. Lingard, then Lewis. Lewis Brown, the 26. That is the one from Rochdale, just so you know. The other one, Lewis Brown, is from Thamesmead. Well, I've got to say, the Coles Racing at livery looking very nice. Uh, changed for this season. And uh, Sam White uh, sporting that, of course, in this one. As uh, he has chased down the leaders as well. So it's four for the lead. Gifford getting ready to make his first move 
which will be on Joe Turney. Sam White, I imagine, getting ready to follow in, but Joe Turney returns the favour on Reese Hunter, where he lost the lead one lap ago. Retakes it, and Kieran Gifford goes to second. Sam White to third. Reese Hunter to the back of the queue. Well, that's how quickly it can change. But if you're George Holbrook, you're wanting to yes. chase them down as well. He's going to start to eat away. There, back to the lead. Up into the inside goes Kieran Gifford. Gifford takes the lead. Beautifully start, uh, beautiful stuff there as Joe Turney is going to get him back. straight back. There's a lot of room to manoeuvre. And there's a tussle between... Oh, they go. That's Gifford going round. Gifford tangles with Turney as they scrap for position and spins off under the grass. Kieran Gifford's day just got a whole lot longer. Well, Kieran Gifford was to the outside, had two drivers to the inside, and just as he tried to rejoin the circuit, oh, seemed to... Uh, his helmet there as he uh, bashes on the steering wheel with his head on the helmet. He is so frustrated. That was so close and so early doors, considering that's only lap four, and he spun around to the back. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Well, just uh, for those of you tuning in on our live coverage, uh, Gifford was to the outside, and as he pulled across the circuit, Jake, uh, just seen his rear tyres just seemed to clip with Joe Turney's front tyres, and that was enough to uh, spin him around. I mean, I don't think there was any anyone at particularly up front no, there. Nothing malicious there at all. Yeah. It's just uh, pure racing. It's down the inside. Turney takes his teammate, Reese Hunter. And here comes to open the door. George Holbrook gets there as well. And, and George Holbrook takes Hunter. Well, George Holbrook's going for the lead. Turney's gone with Holbrook there into the second hairpin. They did tangle. Holbrook shutting the door too hard there on Turney for my money. And that's held up the 69 in there as well as they recover. Daniel Devereaux's going to lose a couple of places in the midfield. So Turney has now come together with George Holbrook. This is drama in the first race of the season. That's all kicking off in senior Rotax. And don't forget, a bad result in senior Rotax is going to be come at a heavy cost because of the amount of drivers we have. 70 drivers, a bad result is going to be very, very costly. Well, now, James Lingard... That is, but Lingard in the lead. Yeah, James Lingard in the lead. Second is Reese Hunter. Third, Jack McConnell. Then it's Sam White, Lewis Brown in the 26th, Ethan Haynes, Michael Cheek, Keen Sam, Joe Turney is down to ninth. George Holbrook down to 10th. Now, I wonder if there's, some front, uh, if there's uh, any penalties going the way of the likes of Turney or Holbrook there. 
that one, that incident looks slightly different to me than the uh, incident the previous lap. Yeah, I would what say. What your assessments? Well, I would say the Gifford incident was a racing incident. That one was Holbrook just shutting the door too much. Turney had nowhere to go. Effectively, he had two wheels forced onto the grass, and once you're trying to do that under braking, the cart gets out of control. You're basically that was a karting equivalent of Rosberg on Hamilton in Spain a couple of years ago when he ran him out of road and left him no room to brake. So basically, once the wheels get on the grass, you've lost control of the cart and Turney had no option but to spin the cart into Holbrook that was kind of yeah. six of one half a dozen of the other but it got very messy towards the end Holbrook perhaps not leaving as much room as he could have done well it could have been a whole lot worse for both of them Turney down in ninth Holbrook tenth and with a trio up ahead battling in Haynes Cheek and Sang so they have a chance to recover this result here uh, I'm going to turn my attention to Reese Hunter because he's lining up a move down at hairpin one he pulled the gap down to two and a half tenths and uh, no surprise to see him making a uh, move for the lead. Now it's about what Lingard can do. Lingard uh, making it pretty evident there that he uh, wants to follow Reese Hunter. I think he can see the threat of Jack McConnell and uh, Sam White and Lewis Brown behind. So uh, the Chaos Sport guys, I think, uh, well, where have we got them here? First, third and fifth at the moment. So... Uh, looking very strong as they uh, make their way oh. fastest in the first split Joe Turney ah. he's coming back he's going to try his best to get himself into the top six he's really going to struggle with the time we've got he's made a place already on uh, oh, wow. Sang so yeah. he has made a place on Sang but the privateer James Lingard giving Reese Hunter so much aggro at the moment as they go under the Litchfield Bridge he's not going for the move yet was that a move from Sam White on McConnell no McConnell just moved him another move for Joe Turney as they went under the bridge there on Ethan Haynes so now he is up to seven. seven. And watching down at the first hairpin, here will come the next move on Michael Cheek. Surely didn't get the best of runs, but he will go for a lunge, I imagine. There he goes. Joe Tony now up into sixth place. Now the big question is, did that incident with him and George Holbrook give him a problem with the front fairing because that was a little bit of contact on the rear wheel of Holbrook's cart and that could dislodge it so wherever he finishes if he's got a front fairing penalty to deal with then that's really going to hamper his weekend yeah yeah I mean will it just be a a penalty for either of them in general let alone that we'll uh, have a look but the last lap board is being prepared we're not going to use it this time around so two laps to go as we exit the last corner Joe Turney in chase of the top five. I don't think he'll quite be able to catch them. Uh, it's going to be any one of these five who can take a win. Watch Lingard. He knows there's two to go because he only saw two seconds. Oh, for the second place. McConnell coming through. McConnell stabbed up the inside of Lingard and he's got the place. And Sam White. Through. White is there as well. Sam White going uh, side by side with Lingard as they went on the bridge. Now down towards hairpin number one. Well, if they keep scrapping, then Joe Turney oh, is up to late six. late lunch. Late lunch there from Sam White takes that. Was a sweet move from yeah. White, to be fair. Fifth position there is Lewis Brown in the KR Sport machine as well. So three of the KR Sports in there in the top five. Oh, oh, bit of a mistake no. there from the 84, moving to cover Lingard. You've got to be careful, boys, because Lewis Brown could get you both. Yeah, so uh, Lingard it is then up to third place over defensive driving from uh, Sam, Sam White. White. Yeah, and very uh, much so. Now, uh, across. Well, now it looks as if James Lingard's actually dropped to fifth. He's... Uh, Lost a place there to uh, Lewis Brown. So Brown is up to fourth. As for the two leaders, with the last lap board going out, I think Reese Hunter, is he being caught here by uh, McConnell? Well, last rookie, lap yeah, the, I think you might be right. The rookie is starting to look a little bit edgy towards Reese Hunter. Could the rookie snap it up here and get a win right out the blocks as Lingard makes the move up past Lewis Brown and gets up into fourth position behind Sam White? 
So, uh, good battles. But look back. Turney is oh. desperately trying to catch them. Reese Hunter's defending, and Jack McConnell's going to be side by side, going up towards Hairpin Team. McConnell to the outside, Hunter to the inside. Perfectly defended from Hunter. Oh, that's no team orders racing there, is it? And look, a bit of a battle between these two again. Brown might get his chance around the outside. Lingard dives back to move to cover, and Joe Turney's in there now. Yeah, there was contact on Sam White as well, tipped him sideways, and Joe Turney trying to pick up a fifth place here on Lewis Brown as they uh, made their way through the complex for the last time at the last corner. Reese Hunter leading Jack McConnell. Hunter gets the victory in the flag there. McConnell in second place. Third position is going to go the way of White. Side by side for fifth position. Brown just holding off Joe Turney. White in third from Lingard. Brown, Turney, Cheek is seventh from Ethan Haynes. George Holbrook fights back to ninth. And Kian Sang rounds out the top ten in front of Bleakley, Devereaux, Garver, uh, Garvey, sorry, Ellis, Tritton, Jones, Brown, Adam, Stiles, Reid, Cannon, Martin, Walker, Wall, Kieran, Gifford, way down in 25th in the end, and Harry Smithson with Luke Francis not taking the start. But what a dramatic start to the senior Rotax season yeah. in the second race of the day, the first heat. Gifford going off, and Turney and Holbrook coming together on only the fifth lap. That result's got provisional written all over it, I think, because uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, it's, I think we'll uh, be some investigations going on afterwards. I don't think we can call that a uh, certain result just yet, but uh, two big incidents, one of them taking out Kieran Gifford, Gifford eventually recovering to, well, only 25th place, so uh, I think it uh, was a long way behind the rest of the pack when he eventually got going. Uh, then we had, of course, the incident between Turney and Holbrook. Turney eventually finishing sixth with Holbrook in ninth place, so... Uh, you can remember all that? <laughs> I can't. There's so much that happened in that one. That was only in the middle of the first heat of the class. That's not a oh, final. Yeah. There was enough action in that to uh, make the championship showdown. So, yeah, we'll have to uh, wait and uh, see what happens in that one. But uh, Reese Hunter stayed out of trouble. Likewise, Jack McConnell, they were one and two. Sam White just about able to hold on to third from James Lingard, Lewis Brown and Joe Tony. Well, next we have Senior Rotax Heat 2, which is Groups B versus C, and it's going to be Charlie Turner on pole position on the inside with Miles Apps alongside him on the front row of the grid, and that's going to be an interesting, spicy run. Tommy Foster, William Newnham on the second row with him, Jason Lockwood and Spencer Barrow on the third from Morgan Rosen, James Johnson, and rounding out the top ten, we have Jensen Butterfield and Luke Wooder. Those ten read like the who's who of this class. Then we have Tom Edmonds and Sam Baker on the sixth row from Luscombe and Darcy, Pendlebury and Kirkwood, Ross and Whitbread, then Donkin, Geeney, Coyne, Coughlin, Hepworth, Nil, Freestone, Cragshaw, Edwards and Alexander Baker in the 14th row of the grid, rounding out the 28th for this heat. But just take a look at that top 10 again. Yeah. Well, top 11 again. Look at it. You've got Turner, Apps, Foster, Newnham, Lockwood, Barrow, Rose, Johnson, Butterfield, Wooder, Edmonds. Any yeah. one of those 11 could win this heat and win this final today. Yeah, Charlie Turner, fifth last year. Uh, Apps, good to see him doing uh, Super 1. Uh, in this class, uh, Tommy Foster unbeaten since he jumped from juniors to seniors. Very true. Of course, that's uh, in various uh, races around the UK. English champion during that uh, time as well. William Newnham, I'd say arguably the surprise package so far from my point of view. 
he may disagree, but uh, I think uh, a, good, a pleasant surprise to see him. Yeah, plenty of evidence running. to back that one up. Yep. The privateer's done very well to get on the second row of this heat. Yep, Jason Lockwood and Spencer Barrow, row three. Lockwood we know from last season. Uh, Barrow returning to the championship. Uh, Morgan Rose, seventh last year. James Johnson, British Open champion, row four. Uh, Jensen Butterfield, uh, former Minimax champion. Luke Wooder. Uh, a former front runner in both the mini max and junior max classes as well. Good to see him back in Super One. Tom Edmonds ran well in the junior max class last year. Uh, Sam Baker mostly race mo does most of his racing abroad uh, in the B and L karting series. So good to see Sam Baker doing Super One. Uh, plenty of other names down that. Uh, list there Jake it's a very very competitive uh, grid uh, there goes the green flag so the drivers now come onto the circuit in front of us uh, they've just witnessed what was a very dramatic first heat they witnessed the likes of Joe Turney and George Holbrook finishing out of position and Kieran Gifford so three big hitters roughly fin finishing out of position so if you're Miles Apps now and you're second behind Turner going on to the last lap it might make you think more more about going for a late lunge. You might think, actually, with the likes of Turnian in trouble, I'll just sit behind and finish second. So does that intensify things in the top ten, to know that you've got two or three drivers in your class that have had an absolute hash of the first race? Is that where we're going to get the intensity up tempo a bit more? I think so, yeah. I, I, th I think definitely it will uh, give them an extra urge to go on and get a good result, but uh, might make them more well-behaved as well. Less, they, they don't need to take as many risks. Because it's a 50-50 one, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, of course, very entertaining just to watch in general, so I'm sure they all enjoyed that one, but uh, they will be uh, now going out there to uh, see what they can do themselves. But uh, Turner, Apps, Foster, Newnham, Lockwood, Barrow, Rose, Johnson, Butterfield, Wooder, your top ten. Jake, over to you for the start. So Turner coming out of those uh, final two corners, the left and the right, to bring us onto the home stretch. A clean start is what we want. It looks to me as though we're going to get it because it's a very nicely formed up start. I don't think we're going to have any hesitations in the lights going out. No, indeed. Away we go. Cracking gets away. The E-plate surges straight up in a second position by turn one. Cracking starts. Foster. And we've got it off through the first chicane. Yeah, someone going off through the first chicane there. Didn't quite pick up who that was. There was but, no uh, carnage as a result, so they rejoined pretty quickly, but yeah. definitely a few places will have been lost in that one as they come off the Litchfield Bridge, down the short stretch towards turn six. It's yeah. going to continue to spice up from here, but Turner in front of Foster. That's the headline at the moment as the E-plate is coming to second position, looking to continue that unbeaten run. The 14 there, Miles Apps in third position. That and in fourth Lockwood, place, yeah. that is Lockwood, having got past Newnham at the getaway. In fact, Newnham has lost a couple of places now. Newnham in fifth, and he's got... Uh, Johnson is that all over the uh, back of him. And then it is Spencer Barrow next along. Behind Barrow, there's a gap back to uh, Jensen Butterfield, I think that is. So, uh, well, Charlie Turner, perfect start for him. He's got pressure from the likes of uh, Tommy Foster and, uh, of course, Miles Apps, Jason Lockwood behind. But those four away and clear at the moment. Union trying to lead the uh, chasing pack. And he's trying to signal, I think, to uh, Johnson and Barrow there. Let's uh, get on with this. Let's get after the leaders. I think the driver that went off was Luke Wooder. He was the one that went off across the grass. He sat in behind Jensen Butterfield in ninth. So it didn't do much harm. And there goes a move. That was Jensen 
Butterfield yes, with that it is. repassing Luke Wooder. Over the lead, here goes Foster. Foster's going to make the move on the inside of Turner into the first hairpin. Oh, Spencer Barrow! Contact! Well, Spencer losing control, trying to go past uh, William Newnham and went clattering into the side. Oh! And Jensen Barfield's now off. That's a disaster. Look, getting very hyped up in the second hairpin as everybody tries Absolute to get themselves back in a position. Carnage and pandemonium as everybody tries to get themselves back up to speed. Butterfield has rejoined. Massive hand gesture from James Johnson, the old blade, as he went out of the well, first hairpin as well, as if to say, what are you doing? Well, Spencer Bauer went for a move on Newnham and just lost control. The cart went straight into the side of Johnson. And on the exit, with uh, Barrow uh, going so slowly, it was a bit chaotic on the exit of the uh, first hairpin. That led Jensen Butterfield off onto the grass. And he's dropped all the way to... 24th place and Johnson will be frustrated because although he got away from that one at the front of the queue with space behind him he's got two and a half seconds to make yeah. up for the four guys in front that's going to be almost impossible with yeah. only five and a half on the clock they were all signalling to try and work to each other so I think almost it was a uh, what happened to that now let's look at Mars out oh more contact that was the sorry the seven getting cut across there Morgan Rose getting sideways as he got chopped across on the nose but look at the four at the front this is absolutely amazing little bit of jostling us down to the back of the queue goes Foster yeah, uh, Lockwood's gone up to second place. Turner into the lead. It was absolute. We were going to be looking at there, and he did indeed go for a challenge for the lead. It didn't quite Haps, work. Well, Haps has slotted into second place as yeah. to get back in there. Yes, so yeah. Haps is there in second position. Turner leading the way, so his teammate leading. Haps second, third, Foster fourth, Lockwood, and then Johnson will be liking what. He is seeing in fifth place. Well, Foster's there in third place in front of Lockwood. So Apps remains in second. Turner got his way through into the lead. Is that still the same order? For the moment it is as the first four come through. This is helping jo uh, James Johnson though because the gap has sliced in half nearly because the gap is now 2.6 and it was 3.2. Watch 3 Tommy Foster. Watch Tommy Foster. He's all over the back of Miles Apps here but he's going to just push Miles Apps along. With him. And I think we're going to see a change of lead here. Look at Miles Apps. Look how close he is to Turner. Here we there go. he goes. Right, you saw that one and Turner back up the inside as well and that's going to be moved to cover by the five Turner's going to try and shut that door beautifully done as he hangs on a second place Lockwood is desperately trying to get in there but he hasn't got the space or the uh, gusto off the second hairpin to make the move stick but as they go through the bottom end the Mike Wilson complex this is going to be beautiful if you miles apps as he continues on in front of Charlie Turner Tommy Foster and Jason Lockwood James Johnson throwing everything he can at it to get the gap down it was down to 2.6 they've been battling as Turner follows and pushes the five of Charlie Turner to the lead so Turner and Foster both zip past apps and look at Johnson now the gap is only two seconds he's making he's absolutely monstering it it was 2.6 last time around, so a six-tenths. He's made a Mars Apps there going into second over the bridge, but Foster's going to fight back down at uh, Helping One as he had a look to the inside. Apps uh, encouraged him to uh, back off of the move. Lockwood uh, has sat in fourth for most of the race here. Turner leading for now. Who's that we've lost over at the first hairpin? That's that looks Jason like Jason Coughlin, Coughlin unfortunately. Oh, oh, no, well, sorry, he didn't no, start. it's Dan Crankshaw. Dan Crankshaw isn't so it, yeah. Crankshaw has gone, unfortunately. So uh, game over for Dan Crankshaw. That's a real shame. But uh, interestingly, the man I think to watch in this battle now is going to be James Johnson because he is just chipping away big time at the gap. He's a good three tenths of a second faster than most of the guys in front of him per sector right now. And, yeah, and he won't be in any mood to wait around. Well, he no, he's, there, he's already he? been quite frustrated. He feels like he should have been part of this lead battle anyway. So getting himself back there will not take him too long. He is one of the fastest guys out there at the moment, James Johnson. Oh, would have, sorry, Luke would have making a move on Spencer Barrow there. Beautifully he done put, as well. Pull it off. Yes, so beautifully that's a done. For sixth. 
Now, as these four continue to battle at the front, Turner, Apps, Foster and Lockwood, they're just going to continue to jostle for position. They need to start getting away because Johnson is the danger man here in fifth position because he can watch this situation, read it, and from a long way back, he can start to make decisive moves. And before these four even know he's on them, he could make up two or three places in one move. Yeah, this is fantastic racing from the top four. Nothing to choose between them, every single sector. But Johnson really needs more of a battle here to uh, help him close in had a bit of a quicker rate. There is just over two minutes to go plus one lap. So we've still got the time to do this. Where's the next move going to come from? That's the question. Tommy Foster looks like he is the next one, I think, to uh, make a move on Miles Apps here. He's going to try and get oh, closer In to fact, Turner. what about going under the bridge and to the left-hander? Will we see anything happen there? No. He thought about it, though, didn't he? I think everyone took a slightly defensive line there just to cover it off. But hairpin one, it should all kick off. So uh, off the bridge we go. Let's see who gets the better run. None of them, actually. They all uh, seem to uh, be matching each other for pace off of the bridge well, there. They're working together a little bit here because they need to because Johnson is still very oh, close. Okay, He's only two seconds back. Apps got a good run. Here and we go. There we go. So Apps up the inside of Turner. Got a good run out of oh, one. Lockwood's going to try for it. No, he's not going to move up into third position. I thought he might have the run, but unfortunately for him, Foster just moved to cover the exact inch across that he needed to to block that move. Cracking racing and absolutely supreme battling from these four. I tell you, it looks to me as if um, Apps has set himself up for the hairpins because down the start finish straight, he needs a bit of a. He's been needing a bit of a push from Foster, but out of the hairpins, he's absolutely flying. And as you can see, look, struggling into turn one, just seems to me as if he's gone for the uh, pace in the middle of Here the goes circuit. Foster, Foster up the inside, dives for turn up, and that's going to be a clean move. Lockwood almost able to get yeah. the move there as well, but he's just too far back it's, at the wrong moment. I mean, is he going to be getting frustrated now in fourth place because he's been sat there for uh, perhaps far too long by uh, his standards and there we go Here now we go, third place. first move made for a number of laps if not the but first watch move. out Johnson's getting closer and he knows it he watches these four battle away and says great guys you just shuffle around I'm going to get on you before you know it What's the gap now? It's, what, 1.3? 1.3 between them now. So, uh, yeah. well, between Lockwood and Johnson. Uh, well, I say Lockwood. It is now Tommy Foster, of course. Yeah. So Johnson is getting very fast indeed. There was a nice little move in the midfield there. I think that was Nunamon Rose, but I might not be right I on think, that one. I think you're right there. So uh, we'll watch them as they come out of the Mike Wilson complex, back onto the home stretch, and there is going to be two to go. So they're going to have time. Four seconds Look. on the clock, Look. plus one lap. Here we go. Foster's going to go for the lead here, surely. He's lined him up. He's got space. No, no he decides abs, to abs wait. De abs defending. So uh, Apps taking a slightly defensive Here line. Here he comes off the edge. Oh, he's going to go on the inside onto the Litchfield Bridge. They're going to be side by side. Move to cover there. Oh, contact. Oh, watch Lockwood on the far side. Lockwood's going to outdrag them and get the lead. And sweeping past them both as well is going to be Miles Apps. Can he hold him around the outside? Lockwood waited for his moment. And he's there in the lead. Apps in second. Turner tries to come through. Apps holds him up. But look, Johnson is right there now. So it's a five-way gaggle. Well, no, surely Lockwood's got this win in the bag now. They just practically gave the lead to him, said, there you go, have the race win. There was some contact as well between uh, Apps and, um, certainly was. Apps and uh, Foster, and that's given the uh, race lead to Jason Lockwood, who's just got to get his head down now. So, uh, four-way scrap for second place. Yeah, look, Lockwood's gone. Yeah, he's, he's got he's about gone. seven cart lakes already. See you later, alligators, I'm off. And down the straight he goes into the last lap, and this is heaven sent for Lockwood. He just saw that, he saw that move coming and went right. See you guys. Yeah. If you're going to have a scrap on the last lap, then you get what's coming to you, mate. So he is there leading, and he's got time. He doesn't have to worry about this now. Jo uh, Tommy Foster is having now to deal with James Johnson, who's caught him right up 
And we're going to see some choice moves here as Apps defends from Turner. Trying to go oh, the long oh. way round. Foster's going to go all the way round the outside. Can he pick up one places? Maybe two. Johnson. Oh, Johnson's going to get past them both. Uh, Turner tried to make it round the outside. Didn't have any space. Apps blocks the cover. Johnson goes second. The inside goes Johnson. Johnson gets second. He is still fighting forward into the left and right. They're still battling behind them. And watch out because Luke Wooder is now getting into the battle there in the 54. This is amazing. What did we say? Johnson's the man to watch. He's the danger man. And he crept himself up there beautifully in a second just by waiting and making his ultimate move. Out of the final turn, Jason Lockwood, though, has done the magic move and got into the victory. Brilliant. Johnson second. He'll be delighted with that. Third is Apps, Foster, Turner, Wooder, Barrow, Edmonds, Pendlebury, and rounding out the top ten is Kirkwood from Morgan Rose, Luscombe, Newnham, Baker, Duncan, Whitbread, Darcy, Hepworth, Butterfield in 19th, Coyne, Edwards, Freestone, and what a race. What an absolutely cracking opener for that group. Absolutely amazing. Freestone 22nd from Tom Neal. And then we have Ross out of the race, Baker out, Geeney out, Crankshaw out, and Coughlin out. A lot of collateral damage in the tail end of that race as a lot of drivers retired. But from Lockwood and Johnson in particular, that was pushing the dial up to 11. They really found something special, and they were waiting in the wings. They'd been frustrated. They'd been held up. They'd been held back, and now they had their opportunity to shine. That was so beautifully timed from them all. Very yeah, nice well, Lockwood. You've got to say Lockwood just... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stayed out of trouble for most of the race. Waited and waited. And then uh, opportunity presented itself and never looked back from there. So... Credit to him, James Johnson, brilliant recovery, round the outside at the first hairpin, cut back and did a similar move at hairpin two, looked to the outside and then managed to get the cutback of, uh, I think it was uh, Tommy Foster and got the run going into the chicane and defended for the rest of the lap. James Johnson took second, gaining six places, third place, Miles Apps, fourth, Tommy Foster, and then it was Charlie Turner. Luke Wooder was very quick towards the end of the race there, so we'll be looking out for him going forwards into the weekend. Spencer Barrow, seventh for now, but of course had that contact uh, earlier in the race. Then it's uh, Tom Edmonds, Alex Pendlebury, 
Now, now Alex Kirkwood, Pendlebury and Kirkwood both gaining six places. Uh, drivers in trouble, of course, Butterfield after that incident uh, earlier in the race. 19th place in the end for him. And also Mark Ross, Alex Baker, Tom Geeney, Dan Crankshaw and Jason uh, Coughlin as well. So uh, those drivers uh, all uh, not finishing. Uh, Jason Coughlin actually not even starting. So Jensen Butterfield did bring it home for 19th in the end, but yeah. had so much more taken away from him in the in the. Uh, it was the time he lost, really, wasn't it? Well, yeah, in yeah. the course of that, he, I tell you what, uh, people have been telling me for the last uh, three or four years or so, it's all very well doing the television final, Jake, but you really don't get the full flavour of Super One no. unless you do the Saturday as well. I had no idea what they were on about, and you now mean, I do. Yeah, all of the all of the stories that you don't get from uh, not being they, here on the Saturday. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, well, it's how they get to that position in the final isn't well, in final two rather because of course we have final one before that but it's what happens before that that makes is makes their performances you well, know that's it it tells the rest of the story doesn't exactly, it and i'm yeah. delighted that we're able to have not just uh, trackside here at bf international but via downforce uk as well that people are actually for the first time hearing live wherever they are in the country wherever they are in the world what is mm. actually happening on the saturday yeah. as well because so much is written about the final because that's what people see from the television that's what people write about in the uh, in the articles in your very own karting yeah. magazine of course but this is where you know those stories get written a lot of chapters make a great novel and this is the very basic ones that set up the tone of the weekend that's it so yeah, it all starts with qualifying and then it goes from there but well here we go honda cadets is out next race four of the weekend and this for groups a and b Theo McCurris on pole position for the 95 of Sonny Smith. The New Zealander Sebastian Block on the O-plate and Jack Clements there on the second row with him. Then Alfie Rigby, Oliver Greenall, Ed Pearson, Dan Ginchard, Daryl Taylor and Leon Henderson in the top ten. Then we have Harley Horton and Neo Phipps, Jack Plant and Jack Hobson, Marcus Luzio and Ryan Willis, Lorenzo Cordell and Antonis Sofronio. Then we have Josh Patterson and Mikai Singh, Morris Henry and Ollie Handley, Alex Preston, Cruz Speakman, Cameron Crockett, Daniel Holdsworth and Lennon Brandy, the Scotsman, who didn't get any time... Uh, qualifying laps in yesterday the Scotsman will want to do a much better job coming into uh, this race but it's uh, going to be an interesting start of course it's Honda Cadet which means one thing standing start yeah it's racing Theo McCurris uh, is going to start from pole position got better and better as the season went on last year seventh place in the end very uh quiet driver off circuit but on what? circuit races very very well do you know what I'm tipping Theo McCurris for this title actually I think a lot of people are actually um, he's, he's, he's got what it takes to pull a great result together there were some really stellar outstanding performances from him last year that will raise his confidence and give him a little bit more gusto going into this season and there are drivers ahead of him in terms of their uh, ranking and status in this class obviously the O plate open champion Sebastian Block yep. you could consider the four seed Oliver Greenall and that's not to say he won't be challenging for the championship because he certainly will but I do think McCurris just seems to have a bit of a crest of a wave going for him at the moment he has that speed and that tenacity but a lot of people will be a little bit shocked as straight out the block Sonny Smith has come in and well, challenged him he's been quick he was quick last year Sonny Smith uh, Sebastian Block as you said won that open championship at uh, Rower just uh, about three weeks ago two three weeks ago Alfie Rigby joining the Oliver Roller Motorsport team has given him a bit of a boost uh, of recent, and he went out and won a couple of races recently since joining them. Greener will want to go for the win, no doubt. Ginchard is always very quick, and is the number nine seed. Jack Clements uh, splitting all of those. But here we go for the first time in Honda Cadets. Standing start, lights out, away we go. Cracking getaway from McCurris. Smith is going to draw alongside him. It's not the best of starts from row two backwards, but now they cluster together. 
Cracking moves in the early stages. No major catastrophes as they go through. One, two, and then under the bridge to three. Sweeping through the left-hander. All looks fine and dandy for the moment. A clean start. And as they battle away for positions, it's all looking okay over the bridge. Down the drop, the right-hander. But out in front, that is not Theo Makuris leading anymore. That's Sebastian Block leading the way, I believe, as they make their way yes, down towards uh, hairpin number one. Sonny Smith's going to lose third place to Jack Clements. Uh, Clements up to third. Rigby is up to uh, fourth place. Uh, behind uh, Sonny Smith, it is... Oh, and there goes the change for third. That is Alfie Rigby going into third place. It's Oliver Greenall then in sixth place. Then it is Dan Ginchard. Then it is the number 22 of Harley Horton. Ginchard That's making the move there, I think. Uh, that, I, yeah, it might have been Kinshaw. I thought it was oh, no, Alfie Rigby making the No, it is Rigby, you're right. Yes. Uh, so it was Greenall on Rigby making the move there up into B5. So you're absolutely right. My apologies, but the O-plate Sebastian Block, Open champion, leads the way. The New Zealander, having an absolutely cracking start to uh, his season. As things currently progress, the uh, man who's based in Chislehurst comes down the straight. Lots of pressure from uh, Theo Makuris. Interestingly, though, Block does not appear to have transponded as he comes across the line. I'm not too sure what's going on there. Yeah, but, uh, we there he goes. He's now been put back into position, although uh, he's actually been placed to second place. There's been a warning flag on the first lap as well for Marcus Luzio, one of the uh, rookies. Not quite sure up what from, that's about. He's up from Bambinos this year, I believe. Yes, so, indeed he yeah. is. Um, well, there, here we go. In towards uh, hairpin number one, Theo McCurris is going to reach... Oh, look lead. at that late lunge that. from Rigby. Rigby straight up in a second place there. Beautiful yeah. late lunge from Rigby. He saw the gap was still going to be open. He decided that's never going to open again quite so easily. I'm just going to force my way in, and he's done it. Beautifully moved there from Rigby. That's a driver carrying a lot of confidence at the moment. Clements in fourth place. Then it's uh, Greenall and Ginchard. Behind that is Daryl Taylor. And uh, behind Darrell then, Sonny Smith, Neo Phipps, Jack Plant, Leon Henderson, Ed Pearson, uh, Jack Hudson, Ryan Willis as well. At the moment, the biggest mover in the field, Harley Horton, who's gained four places up into seventh. But it looks like the top six or seven are breaking away here as we head down towards turn number one. Rigby happy to push along Theo McCurris at the moment. Block sitting there in third place and Clement is going to be caught here he's going to be passed by Greenall and Ginchard very shortly not sure he's going to be able to do much about it Jack Clements he almost pulls over to the side of the track there and says through you go lads Clements dropped back into sixth place then as Greenall and Ginchard now in fourth and fifth well, Ginchard doing a great job in his first race of the season. Is he going to make the move for fourth position, dive at the inside? No, he thinks better of it. But uh, Ginchard coming from a very prosperous family in the world of motor racing. Most of the headlines... Here we go, though. Yeah, Ginchard is making the move in fourth place. I was going to say, as he makes the move and makes it stick, his uh, family has more of a reputation in short ovals than they do in the karting world. There's whoops for Greenall. Goes down yeah. behind Clements. So Clements has got through as well. Ginchard up into fourth position. Great racing further back as the 37. Uh, Josh Patterson gets in there with Ryan Willis and they almost uh, end up both off the circuit in the left-hander as the uh, edge of the hairpins beckons for them but now they come out of the final chicane once more and it is uh, that is Theo McCurris still holding fast at the front of the field from Rigby and Block in fourth position that looks to me like Clements has got onto the back of Dan Ginchard yes, and he, he is has. challenging and him Sonny, for the fourth place and Sonny Smith is going to go past uh, Oliver Greenall for sixth place then it's Leon Henderson Harley Horton and Neo Phipps rounding out the top ten so uh, Darrell Taylor seems to have dropped a couple of places on this lap as we go off the Litchfield Bridge now for the fourth time. Fastest lap belonging to Sebastian Block now. Takes a long look over his shoulder heading down towards uh, hairpin number one. Just trying to assess what's going on behind. It's definitely closing up now and turning into three for the lead and five in chase because... Uh,
I think uh, in sixth place there, Sonny Smith looks to just be leading Greenall and uh, then the 94 of Leon Henderson up to the back of uh, both Clements and uh, Greenall. In fact, Ginchard and uh, Clements, isn't it? Sorry, as we make our way through the complex then for what is now the fourth time. And um, McCurris still under a lot of pressure from Rigby. But uh, I think we'll probably stay like this until the final couple of laps. It tends to be what happens in the Honda Cadets. It's oh. almost... Uh, we might as well just, just go straight into the final two laps because before that, it's all about just... Uh, waiting, getting ourselves ready, and then away we go. Yeah, we're counting down seconds at this point, aren't we, Basically, to get to that yeah. uh, penultimate tour, but Makuris, Rigby, and uh, Sebastian Block. Interestingly, the Block is not quite able to run with these two at the moment. Rigby He's and Makuris just stretching out a little bit. Rigby gets the fastest lap in, a 67.94, just to try and stretch out that gap a little bit more with him and Makuris. Fourth place, Ginchard is hoping for a little bit more assistance from Jack Clements, although they're not too far away. If this battle does start really kicking off between the top three, they will have a chance to get back into it. Uh, Smith is there in sixth from Greenall, Henderson, Horton, Neo Phipps in the top ten. Then it's Taylor, Pearson, Plant, Hobson, Singh, Willis, Cordell, Patterson, uh, Holdsworth and the rookie Marcus Luzio. Clements was actually quickest in his practice group this morning, so that would have given him a lot of confidence going into this uh opening heat was quicker than the likes of Theo Mercurius pretty comfortably as well for this class. Just over 1,500s was uh, Jack Clements clear of the field in that practice group. Uh, at the moment, he is fifth on track, just uh, pushing along with uh, Global Karting's Daniel Ginchard. Behind that, then, it is uh, Sonny Smith and uh, Oliver Greenall. Sonny Smith, the next-gen driver from uh, Oliver Greenall. Then Leon Henderson, Harley Horton and Neo Phipps. Behind, out of the top ten, Daryl Taylor, Jack Plant, Ed Pearson, Jack Hobson, Mika Singh, Ryan Willis, Daniel Holdsworth, Josh Patterson, Lorenzo Cordell, Anthony Sofroniou, Ollie Hanley, Marcus Luzio, uh, Chris Speakman, then it is uh, Morris Henry, uh, Alex Preston, uh, Lennon Brandy, and Cameron Crockett. Well, this is exactly what Sebastian Block did not want in third no, position. McCurris no. and Rigby are just disappearing out in front, yeah. and they're going to have at least one more lap of this. They're stretching out, working together. The gap has opened up to eight-tenths of a second between McCurris and Block in third place, and that's going to make catching up to them when they do start battling all the harder. The further back he drops, the less likely a victory is on the cards. And, of course, as you run out of time, these two are going to start to uh, work together in uh, better confidence. And the thing as well is he's not only got that to worry about but behind them he's got Ginchard and Clements working together in fourth and fifth and they're going to start pushing onto the back of Sebastian Block as well uh, so look Block is actually keeping one eye over his shoulder that's the one thing you don't want to be doing right now well you look at his lap times he's just done a, a 108.4 Ginchard and Clements are doing 107.9s and the two leaders, 107.6s. Yeah. So uh, the two leaders, just miles clear than the rest. Yeah, look, Block is really struggling. Stop looking behind you, Sebastian. That's not going to do you any well, favours. It's an invitation to the guys behind. Look, he's given up on the win. He knows it's not going to happen. So he's hanging on to these two. But he's looking behind him. You do not want to be looking back because that is just basically saying, come on, guys, have a go. And Ginchard goes for it into third position, opens up the door. In comes Clements as well. Clements is going to go for the move as well into fourth position. And that's going to be Sonny Smith through he's going to get past both of them oh, oh, Clements. Was close, but Smith is through yeah Clements there uh, taking a bit of a knock 
going sideways through and this down again. And seventh now goes Clements. Yeah, not really his fault there, so uh, we'll feel a little bit hard done by. Yeah, it was Oliver Greenall who went through up into sixth position, but Sebastian Block looking behind him. It's a critical error because you're basically just saying to the guys, well, come on then, because you've taken your one eye off the ball to look behind you to see what's going on. It unsettles you, it, it uh, interrupts your rhythm, and it really causes problems. And look, Dan Ginchard is away in third. Well, here we go for the lead. Rigby looking to the outside. It is the last lap, and Rigby trying to get the run on McCurris now. Battle is on, so they've waited for the last lap. They've got a good gap behind them of almost three seconds. So uh, here we go now for the lead. McCurris just uh, checking Defending over. style. Yep, just checking where Rugby is. He's going to go all the way to the outside. Rugby's going to out-drag him, trying to shut the door again. Goodness what, me. Perfect defending by Theo <laughs> McCurris. <laughs> uh, he made that one look superb there just to shut the door on Rigby. Rigby had the perfect drive on the outside, but Theo was like, don't even think about it, bucko. If you want to get past me today, you're going to have to try something else. Meanwhile, Ginshard's defending like crazy. Block's going to get the move on the inside of Smith. He moves up to fourth position. Sixth position, you could throw a blanket oh, over the five of them. I think it's Greenall leading that one, but uh, he's got a lot of pressure from behind. But where are our two leaders? They are coming around the Mike Wilson complex he's now. Still right there on the and back of Mercurius. I don't think we're going to see a change, though. No. Nope. Not heading down. Down to the start finish line the at the last corner. Spicy. Here we go. Going to get his side by side. Rigby's going to try and get there, but he's not going to get there. Makuris does it. So third position is Ginshard from Block. And then Sonny Smith in fifth position. Terrific work from Dan Ginshard. I have to say, that was a really calculated drive to get himself into third position. Defended where he needed to on the last lap, but didn't overdrive the cart there. And that's a good podium for Ginshard, but a great victory for Theo Makuris in particular. Working very hard there with Alfie Rigby. Rigby almost had him lined up on that outside line, but Makuris, he knows how to get this job done. He knows how to protect that inside line. It looked like he was doing nothing at all, but he protected the line exactly yeah. as he needed to. It was how the cart ebbed out of the hairpin that really gave him that victory. He saw that and read it beautifully. Didn't over panic, didn't overcompensate, just got the job done. Work, great work from Theo Makuris. I think, yeah, there was experience racing at the front. He knew Rigby was going to go for the outside, so just dangled that bit of bait in front of him, so go for the outside, <laughs> you mate. You're going to try it? You're going to try it? And no, no, it's not happening. <laughs> and Theo McCurry's come off the brakes then, and uh, that was it. Alfie Rigby, no chance. But uh, once you get through the chicane here, it's in this class, it becomes pretty difficult to overtake. So uh, I think then McCurry's knew he had it in the bag. Uh, Rigby, though, solid second result. Great way to get his weekend. And again, brilliant start. Great work from the Oliver Rowland Motorsport team. That's not fair. Yeah. That last year was their first year, and they only team, had yeah. one driver, Arvid Lindblad, who ended up second, second in the yeah. championship. Amazing work. And now they've got a few more drivers off the back of that. So great stuff. Yeah, Macuris taking the victory from Rigby and Ginshard. Block Smith and Horton in the top six. Yeah, well, Block's gonna. He's got some time to find. I think. I'm not too sure exactly what the problems were for him there, but. Uh, he lost a lot of pace, particularly yeah. in the second half of that if, race. If you look in the top 10, his best lap was a 108.06 compared to and a four-tenths deficit for McCurris and Rigby. That, that lap time would put... If, it, if we, that was qualifying, he would have qualified down in about 10th place, yeah. ninth or 10th. So uh, he's got some work to do. Sonny Smith, 5th. Harley Horton gained 5 there. 6th. Greenall, Clements, Henderson and Phipps. Good, good driving from the likes of Singh, who gained 8 places. Holdsworth gaining 10. Uh, no non-finishers so nice clean racing from Honda Cadets yeah it's a really positive start for the Honda Cadets they gave us some really great entertainment there and obviously they've all started in a very positive aspect it's great to see uh, with standing starts in the Honda Cadets you never quite know how it's going to filter out it was a really clean start as well there was no jostling for position in terms of pushing each other off the track there was nobody going offline there was nobody going over the grass they kept themselves very much to themselves it was a nice clean perfect start and when yeah. you're this young and this inexperienced that's a really good sight that 
these drivers are getting very well educated about how to conduct themselves on the racetrack yeah. when it matters. Yeah, I fully agree with you there. Honda Cadets have uh, always put on some good racing. We saw two races in senior attacks which saw a, a lot of contact. Yeah, I think the Honda Cadets and could then, teach them a few and things. And the Honda Cadets come out and uh, what clean racing at the front it was. Uh, well, now we come to Rotax 177. 27 on the grid. We had qualifying earlier, Jake. The grid, a very interesting one. Yeah, yet another standing start. And again, a very strange grid order compared to what we were potentially expecting going into it. It's Oliver Smith on pole position for the first race with Louis Large alongside him. Reigning champion Chris Thomas on the second row with uh, Chris Wright. Uh, his main rival for the championship last year, James Beecroft, finds himself on the third row of the grid alongside Alexander Luck, who's on the inside line in fifth place. Then we have James Moorcroft, Lucas Vows, Colin Davis and Joe Fifner, the Open champion, rounding out the top ten. Very interesting uh, drivers just on the uppercut of the uh, top ten. But yeah. right at the front, Smith and Large, so much pressure going to be given to them in this one. Yeah, look who they've got queuing up behind them there. Thomas, Luck, Beecroft, Piffner, Voss, uh, you know, Chris Wright will be uh, hoping to move forward from fourth place as well. They are queuing up behind. They look behind them and they've got three seeded drivers within the top three rows. So uh, Oliver Smith and Louis Large, a lot of pressure on their shoulders. And uh, let's see how they handled themselves in the first race for 2018. Outside of the top 10, it's Daniel Martin, Adam Sadler, row 6. Jason Wilson and Gary Anderson are row 7. Chris Whaley and Jamie Zara, row 8. Alex Romali and Tony Dickinson, row 9. Uh, Darren Whaley and Marcus Basley, the number 5, are row 10. Then it's Ross Meakin and uh, Paul Warriner. Uh, then Tim Darlow and Dan Milner, row 12. Kevin Ford and Ian Brownfield, row 13. He had problems in qualifying, likewise uh, Chris Sawyer as well. So we're not too sure exactly uh, what those guys are capable of in an official ca uh, capacity just yet. But uh, looking back at the practice times, uh, Chris Sawyer actually didn't set a time in practice one, uh, but in practice two, just trying to see where he was in that. He was actually 14th, so uh, we'll be looking for him to move through, uh, forward throughout the uh, field. In practices, Lucas Voss was quickest in the first one, with Louis Large quickest in the second one, so Voss one to watch from the outside of row four. And of course, if they manage to get the setup sorted, Marcus Basley charging through from the back yes. of the field as well. The five plate, all the way down on the tenth row, that is not the way he wanted to start his season. So, if he's got an opportunity to move his way forward, he's going to want to do that pretty quickly, but he's going to have some very steely nerved competitors to go after in order to do that so they come out of the turn it's not going to be rolling start this time it's going to be not standing start this time i think that's a false start from my bond false start they're going to do it again so they will go around one more time there was something towards the back of the field that was not quite right so uh, they will do it one more time rotex 177 no standing starts of course for the uh, heats in the early stages Right. That's what we hear. I thought it was a standing start, Rotax 177. That was my thought, but uh, apparently not. Oh, well. <laughs> I can be wrong. I've been wrong many times. It's a good job that the drivers don't listen to Jake Sanson. That's true, yes. Don't listen to Jake, otherwise you really will not win this championship. That could have got messy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, as long as I'm... Uh, I thought that was a bit quick. Yeah, that was a bit of a start, a fast start for standing start, wasn't it? Never mind. It's only on the cadet, apparently. Right. Uh, and that means that it's going to be a lot louder of a start. We'll anyway. Yes. Oh, thank you. At least someone does. Right. Uh, we're going to continue running around the circuit with uh, Smith and Large on the front row uh, Thomas and Wright Luck and Beecroft Moorcroft Vals Davis and Fifner and then outside the top 10 we have Martin Sadler Wilson Anderson Wally 
Zyra, Rowley, Dickinson, Darren Wally, uh, Marcus Basley, and then Meekin, Warren, Darlow, Milner, Ford, Branfield, and Sawyer. And uh, from the front, as we keep saying, Oliver Smith and Louis Large, the two rookies, are going to have a real mission on their hands. But Chris Thomas will want to push into that second position as soon as he possibly can. Indeed, he will. He will be looking to go straight past Louis Large as we go in towards turn number one. So it's Smith and the 33 to the inside. Large is to the outside. That's your front row. Thomas White, Luck, Beecroft, Morkoff, Force, Davis and Piffner. Let's go racing in 2018 for Rotax 177 in the British Championships. Up towards the line. Here we go. Smith is going to get a good start. Oh, a problem for Smith. A problem oh. for Smith. From pole position. Smith has got an absolutely terrible getaway. And we've got somebody shooting over the S's there. But Smith has just gone backwards. Problems for the Paul Sitter then Oliver Chris Smith Thomas. and Chris Thomas has charged forward into the lead. And Problems as well for the three pulling off. That, that is a big problem. That is going to be. I don't think we have a number. Oh, sorry, three, so it must be Marcus Basley then the five. So yeah. Basley already having or, difficulties. Or perhaps someone missing a second number. But uh, Chris Thomas it is who definitely leads. Louis Large is in second place. Uh, third place is actually the number four there of uh, Alexander Luck. The number 21 shoots into uh, fifth place there. Well, it's Tony Dickinson who pulled off the three. So ah, it is the Dickinson. Ah. So Dickinson pulled Apologies. off there. Now, Dickinson did not qualify. That's why he's, uh, yeah. he was going to be starting from the back of the grid anyway, Tony Dickinson. But uh, he has retired from the race already. And I'm trying to make out uh, what has happened to Oliver Smith. Is he still circulating? Yes, he is. But he's gone a long, long way back. Anyway, it is now Thomas and Large out in front from Luck, Moorcroft, Wright, Beaker. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Davis, Martin, Vals, Wilson, and Zyra up into 11th place. Cracking start from him. Yep, up over the bridge we go then. And Louis Large lining up a move here. Let's see if he can make it going in towards uh, hairpin number one. Thomas on the defensive. 
We've lost Adam Sadler on the first lap as well. He pulled off on the Litchfield Bridge, I think, because we got an oil flag there as yeah, well. Yeah, down at Hairpin 1. So um, I wonder if that was Sadler at all, having uh, the fact he pulled over. But there goes off uh, one of our first change of leads. Louis Large taking the lead away from Chris Thomas, but the 3DR motorsport driver trying to fight back one the outside. Well. So yep. that comes through as well into second place. Fourth place is still James Moorcroft from uh, Colin Wright and James Beecroft, Davis, Martin, Voss and Wilson. But the top three going at it here in the uh, Rotax 177 class as they approach the final corner. Out the last corner, Chris Thomas, Jake, dropping backwards from the top two. This is not good as far as Thomas is concerned. Fourth position is now Moorcroft. There are oil flags still all around the circuit. I have a feeling that Sadler's retirement, he brought it into the pits with yeah. something coming out of the cart. So uh, that is a real problem from his point of view as uh, he is out of the race but everybody else has been left with the remnants of moisture all over the circuit and that's going to make grip when you're going for an overtaking move very much at a premium luck trying to close Ch up on the rookie Ch change of fifth there well that was a late lunch from James and it's Beecroft. not going to work because it's, there's no. oil on the well, inside so he ended up dragging out wide there well, for number two of Beecroft even if there was an oil he would have gone shooting straight past there that was over ambitious from uh, James Beecroft to say the least now he's under pressure from Colin Davis in uh, seventh place but uh, Beecroft has lost touch to the uh, battle for fourth place now, which is, uh, of course, uh, Chris uh, Wright and James Moorcroft. Chris Thomas now starting to get back towards the top two. He's putting pressure on Louis Large and Alexander Luck here. This might force a move from, Alex, uh, from Louis Large with Alexander Luck now in the lead. That might explain why Thomas has closed in. And there goes the move. So Louis Large up the inside, going under the bridge and back into the lead. Well, that didn't last long, Alex, did it? Louis's gone straight back through into the lead again, and that's given Chris Thomas a second wind to try and close up. So Chris Thomas is there in third position, just keeping a watching brief as Luck goes up the inside of Large. Thomas, Thomas is going to get back. Oh! He's gone over the back of the bumper, and Thomas has dropped back into about sixth position. Chris Thomas going for the move. The gap was there, but it's shut on the way through. And he's, oh, and he's going for another big move there. That time on, on James Beecroft. Yeah, and... Uh, Oh, oh, oh. contact! That's the 12 and 71. 12 was shut the door. That oh, is Lucas Force. Uh, yeah, Lucas Force cutting across on Colin Davis and shutting the door and blocking him, and he wasn't backing out of it. So, well, for my money, that was Lucas Vals shutting the door too much on the 71 Davis, and Davis not backing out of it. So, I have a feeling that the officials are going to want to have a word with both of them on that one. Yeah, across the line, here comes Louis Large to go back into the lead once again. This time it's James Moorcroft now. He has to go past. Chris White is up to third. Make that almost second place. Alexander Luck is in fourth place. Then it's Chris Thomas in fifth place somehow. But uh, he's had a couple of instants on that last lap, which could put him in a bit of trouble. Uh, sixth place is no longer James Beecroft. That is now Jamie Zyra in sixth place. Then it is uh, Beecroft behind that. Then Jason Wilson. Uh, with Daniel Martin and Oliver Smith rounding out the top ten. Uh, that's uh, the number two, James Beecroft, trying to uh, hold on to uh, another place. He's uh, got the number 17 now trying to come past, which is Dan Martin. Chaotic once again in the Rotax classes, this time in the shape of the 177s. As we've got someone running wide there. I think that was Dan Martin losing a place to Oliver Smith and Joe Piffner. Well, Smith is trying to make his way back forward, of course, having been pole positioned initially in qualifying and then getting that duff start. Not sure what it was. It just seemed to be that the Any car had problems, yeah, yeah. no power coming off on the uh, main straight. He has now got the car back up to speed again as the 70, Daniel Martin, assists Joe Piffner to try and close up on the rest of the field.
But uh, this is going to be an interesting one between our four leaders. Large Moorcroft, Wright and Luck, Chris Thomas and Jamie Tyra trying to close up on them. But Thomas has got himself a bit of gap between himself and Tyra. Interestingly how these guys are trying uh, a few more choice overtaking moves and it uh, gets a little bit hairy at times. But uh, we're getting some uh, pretty sensational action as a result of it. Off of the second hairpin and back onto the straight. A bit of a wide line for the 39 there as again Jamie Tyra is trying to hang on to the group of carts behind him as they swarm all over the back. Wilson, Beecroft, Smith and Fifner, Dan Martin in there as well. Charlie Wally trying to close up. Oh, that was a bit of a, a fisticuffs yeah, there. Jason Wilson losing places to James Beecroft. Oh, it's off, the, off the circuit. That is Alex Luck. Alex Luck has broken down there on the way out of the, uh, Charlie, of the Mike Wilson complex. Luck has broken down. Disaster for the four. Alex Luck just came out of the first yeah. of the left-handers and has come to a standstill. Alex Luck is out. I think he's slipped a chain or uh, engine problems perhaps. But, uh, well, either way, Louis Large still leading. Moorcroft second. And uh, Chris Wright leads the lead trio. Then it's Thomas all on his own in fourth. Zyra now fifth. Then it's Beecroft, Smith, Wilson, Piffner. And then Dan Martin leading, uh, rounding out the top ten. Jamie Zyra under a lot of pressure into hairpin two. And there goes Beecroft. Up the inside to take fifth place away from Zyra. Zyra will fight back on oh, the exit. they rub wheels as they go off the corner there as well. And somehow the two of Beecroft manages to outtrack Zyra to the left-hander. That was as close as you can get to an accident without actually going to the scene of it. Yeah, very, very close there. But uh, they gave each other just about enough room to get through. So uh, I'd say good driving in that respect from the pair of them. Out front, it's been a bit quiet for a while between... Uh, large Moorcroft and Wright Wright on this lap seems to be carrying a lot of speed going under that Litchfield Bridge in terms of uh, over his competitors looking very quick now as we uh, go into the final two laps of the race off the bridge for the penultimate time I think it's fair to say we may squeeze two more laps in but uh, either way we are in the dying stages now Chris Thomas in fourth place then Beecroft. Large going a bit wide. Has to look over his oh, shoulder. Moorcroft. Moorcroft's going to go the long way around. He's going to get caught out. Hold oh. to dry and up the inside. Chris Wright moves up in a second position. Well, James Moorcroft. I'm not quite sure what he was playing at there because he gave Large mm. a bit of pressure. Went the long way round. Outbraked himself and just handed second place over to Chris Wright. I think he was trying to avoid any penalties or any contact and uh, has cost himself a place in the process. But that may come and uh, help him in the long run. He's got a lap to try and fight back. There is the last lap board. Out the last corner come the drivers. Now across the start-finish line, Large, Wright, Moorcroft. Well, it looks to me as though they're spread out enough that those three positions yeah. may not change. Meanwhile, behind them, that's where it's going to get interesting. James Beecroft leading the charge for fifth from Smith, Zyra, Wilson and Fifner. And they are fairly close together. Dan Martin trying to stay with them. Oh, how about this, though? Off the turn on the bottom of the bridge, Wright has actually lost some time to James Moorcroft, and he's having to defend to stop Moorcroft coming back through. He drifts wide to get the undercut and the inside line for the second hairpin. Still there, James Moorcroft, still trying to outdrag him around the outside, and then get the switch back for the next left-hander. He's, he's going to get through on the inside. No problem at all there. Nice comeback from James Moorcroft, but that has definitely given the victory to the rookie, Louis Large. Yeah, he may have lost that place uh, going 
through the second hairpin, but uh, one lap later he retakes second place. As you said, though, out front, Louis Lodge has driven a pretty perfect race here and is going to start his season with a win. Out of the final turn and down the home stretch, the chequered flag flies and it's Louis Large. He gets the win, beautifully done. Large and in charge as he crosses the line in first position. Moorcroft in second, right in third. Thomas Beecroft, Smith, Zyra, Wilson, Fifner and Martin to round out the top ten. Then it's Alex Rowley, Charlie Wally, Marcus Basley fighting his way back to 13th. Good comeback from him and that has almost saved his weekend from his point of view. Uh, then Branfield in 14th, Darren Wally, Paul Warriner, then Sawyer, Meekin, Vouse recovering to 19th in the end. Anderson 20th from Milner, Darlow, Ford and Colin Davis who came home in dead last after that one and I'm not entirely sure what they're going to say about that. Vorse and Davis as guilty as each other, perhaps. Mm, yeah, wouldn't like to be the stewards there. Eh? Alexander Luck, 25th out the race. Likewise, Adam Sadler and uh, Tony Dickinson. Those last two not even completing one lap, unfortunately. Tony Dickinson, his weekend at the moment, couldn't have gone any worse. And a disaster, so, too, for Alexander Luck. Right in the yeah. mix of the victory. Could have won this race, but uh, on lap six, his uh, cart just deciding, I've had enough for the day, mate. Yeah. Sorry. Well, hopefully, we'll see him out later on and trying to fight back. But uh, Louis Large, perfect start for him. James Moorcroft, five places gained for him to finish second. Chris Wright doing very well for third. So we spoke about Large and Wright on the front row there, having a lot of pressure on their shoulders. But uh, I think they conducted themselves very well, kept uh, cool, and uh, they uh, have come away with a th first and third, respectively. Moorcroft doing uh, some good overtaking uh, there were drivers moving forward pretty well. Ian Branfield got up to 14th place. Chris Sawyer up to 17th place. And Jamie Zyra, of course, we spoke a lot about him. He moved up to 7th. Uh, nine places gained in the process. Yeah, great work from Branfield to move up 12, and I think that uh, makes him the star performer in that particular one. Meanwhile, we have the Minimax coming up next, and uh, 14 drivers all ready for gusto. We talked about this earlier. There's only one there's only one non-novice in the field in uh, Minimax this year, which means that it's uh, open season and an interesting playing field. So far, the standout performance from qualifying, Miles Barthorpe, who uh, definitely has a little bit more to play with from his qualifying performance. Uh, Sam Gornall alongside him on the front row. Then Max Edmondson, Archie Kitching, Brody Trahorn, Marcus Littlewood recovering from his qualifying misdemeanors to sixth. Uh, Charlie Knight, Alexander Hughes, Ellis Paleo, Sean Cuss, Jack Finch, Callum Voisin, Machi Hamera and Jed Murphy. So that's an interesting 14. And uh, we should see an interesting battle as Marcus Littlewood tries to get himself back into the action from that third row. Yes, of course. You know, uh, he wouldn't like to be reminded of it, but had that spin. Uh, coming out of the first hairpin on the uh, opening laps of qualifying and uh, did a really good job considering he was just following himself around sixth place for him I think was very impressive so uh, let's see what he can do from the outside of row three we really didn't know what to expect going into this as we talked about uh, most drivers brand new to super one as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, they've got through qualifying safely. Mars Barthorpe was half a second clear, but uh, I don't expect he's going to walk away with this one. I think we're going to see a much closer affair in quali- in the first heat. So uh, let's see what uh, happens then. We could see some very close racing here. Hopefully we all get round nice and safely and uh, get uh, to the flag on the uh, first heat for Minimax. As you said though, Mars Barthorpe leading the way from Sam Gornall, Max Edmondson, who's been quickest in practice, Archie Kitching, Brody Trehorn, Marcus Littlewood was quickest in the other practice session, Charlie Knight, Alexander Hughes, Alex Puglio, Sean Cuss, Jack Finch, Callum Vosin, and then... Uh, Mashis uh, Hamera and Jed Murphy as well. Machi. Machi Hamera. Machi Hamera. The Polish driver. Uh, and I'll tell you what, consider, speaking of the Polish uh, contingent, uh, we do have uh, someone here filming uh, some of the Polish drivers. I'm not sure if that's anything to do with Machi Hamera. But, uh, Could well we, be. Actually. We have um, Jag have set up an awning uh, just across from the, uh, from the bar, um, the bar area. Uh, and uh, they are here all weekend, uh, so all the guys from JAG are here to uh, help out and uh, answer any questions. We also have uh, Jenny Wade there as well, and Daryl Smith, who uh, does the uh, research and development, all the test driving for Rotax, was recently out in Brazil, testing ahead of the Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals. And we also have uh, two more of the staff uh, from Logistics and from Electronics as well, Daniel from uh, Logistics. Uh, who helps set up the grand finals event and the electronics department are also here so head over there because those two guys particularly are hardly ever at race meetings uh, so do head over there and so they will be happy to answer any of your questions uh, whether you're in road tax or not here we go time to go racing for the first time this weekend for minimax and it's a great start from barthorpe or is it because round the outside sam gornall i think has actually beaten into the punch there in the first corner he sweeps around and as they go through the long left-hander that is gornall at the front it is indeed so uh, a brilliant start from sam gornall off the uh, Litchfield Bridge for the oh, first time. Oh, in trouble again as he comes off the turn there and yeah. go, runs a little bit wide. He's dropped back a place or two, which he's going to make up immediately as he dives to the inside and grabs that fifth position back. Sixth position sixth back. Place, yeah. Oh, there's a bit of a jostle further back as uh, Charlie Knight gets a little bit connected there with Sean Cuss. They managed to get away from it, but look at this for the lead. The 96, Sam Gornall trying to cut off Miles Barthorpe. He gets back on the inside and going with them for company. Max Edmondson has gone through in a second place. Yeah, Max Edmondson giving him a push there going in towards the chicane so barthorpe retakes the lead edmondson going through to second place 
Fair place then, still Sam Gornall now. Uh, gap back to uh, fourth place. It was uh, all going off for fourth place. Lots of battling going on. Uh, looks like Littlewood's gone into sixth place. Let's see who it is then. Fourth place is Archie Kitching. Then it's Brody Trahon, Littlewood Knight, Hughes, Cuss, Bozin, Finch, Hamara, Pulio and Jed Murphy. Magnificent racing so far and terrific battles throughout. But Miles Barthorpe, Max Edmondson and Sam Gornall have broken clear to the tune of 1.25 with Kitching, Trahorn, Littlewood, Knight, Hughes, Cuss and Voisin giving chase. But these three are starting to stretch out away now. Up to oh, the inside. The that's bell. a nice move from... I think that's going to be Trahorn making the move yeah, up the inside. Is it? Yes, he has. And Littlewood has dropped back to sixth position as a result. Meanwhile, there's going to be a move further back. That is the 27 of Kitching trying to move his way back through. And he's going to open the door there for the 21 of Cuss to come through at the expense of... I think that's the 14 trying to lose... Uh, trying to gain ground and ended up losing ground. Alexander Hughes. A great start to the Minimax season. Yep, top three are away at the tune of about one second from the rest of the field. So... Archie Kitching, the best of the rest at the moment. But uh, Miles Barthorpe, as we talked about, was half a second quickest in qualifying. But uh, that is not a true reflection of what we're seeing in the race so far. Max Edmondson very much going with Miles. Likewise, Sam Gornall. It's uh, the battle for fourth place where it's uh, all going off in a change of lead. Max Edmondson going into the lead there. Goes past uh, Miles Barthorpe. And Miles Barthorpe going straight back through. And so Littlewood fourth. Littlewood has made the move on both Knight and Trahorn. Wow. So up into fourth place comes the spirit of Senecart. Marcus Littlewood into P4. And there's an amazing push further back as that's Sean Cuss working together with Archie Kitching as they get up into sixth and seventh place respectfully at the expense of the 42. Uh, so a brilliant battle there. But it's all getting, uh, sorry, the 43, I should say, of Charlie Knight as they uh, run around together. Still trying to get close to them is the 14 of Alexander Hughes with uh, a very close battle behind for Voisin, Vinch, Hamera and Paleo with Jed Murphy trying to stay in touch. Yeah, Sean Custer, the team Clay Driver, just uh, getting, uh, working together very well to uh, make a couple of positions. Uh, as the top three once again make their way out of the last corner and down the start-finish straight. Across the start-finish line we go. Barthorpe, Edmondson and Gornall. Then it's a gap of uh, 2.3 seconds back to uh, Marcus Littlewood, who's gone purple in the uh, third sector. Quickest lap time has gone to Miles Barthorpe. At the moment, though, Edmondson and Gornall finding it a bit difficult to keep with uh, Barthorpe now. The Coles Racing driver getting his head down. Littlewood in fourth place. Could this be the best Littlewood can do in this one? Possibly, but Callum Voisin's made the move. He's got himself up into 10th place past Jack Finch. So uh, Paleo, Hamera and Murphy are still trying to uh, gain ground. But there is your leaders, and it's Barthorpe and Edmondson trying to stretch away now from Sam Gornall. With uh, Littlewood still there in P4. Trey Horn is fifth. Kitching, Cuss, Knight, Hughes, Finch, Voisin, Paleo, Hamera and Murphy. But these three, still quite far away from the rest of the field. The gap has opened up to nearly three seconds on Marcus Littlewood. I don't think fourth position is going to be improved upon by Littlewood unless we have the mother of all trio battle in the last couple of laps. But I don't even see that happening because now Barthorpe is trying to get away from Edmondson. Edmondson's going with him, but Gornall is struggling to stay in touch, although he is the fastest in the first sector of all. Yes, that probably down to the toe of uh, going through... Uh going past the start-finish straight and into the S's, but uh, Littlewood being caught by Trahorn. Brody Trahorn has just uh, done a new fastest lap there, 102.4, and there goes Trahorn, having just done the fastest lap. We'll have seen that come up on the Trips dash. Trips wide! Yeah. Littlewood's going to shut him back down. That's beautifully done from Littlewood. He got him on the undercut once more, 
And that's going to give Archie Kitching an invitation to try and have a crack at Trehorn now as well. Look, Trehorn just watching in brief. And again, he looks behind him. That's exactly what you don't want to be doing because Archie Kitching is now going to start having a go. Looks like Sean Cuss has lost a place to Charlie Knight there. So a change for seventh place as yep. uh, Charlie Knight goes purple in the first sector on this lap. So uh, good lap times going through there. Top three still away and clear and... Uh, Still fairly equidistant. It looks as if Sam Gornall now is just starting to uh, drop off in the second half of the race here. Keep and an eye on Kitching. I think he might have a go at Trehorn here up into the Litchfield Bridge. He decides he might get an opportunity. He's still quite close. He may decide to dive up the inside. Doesn't this time for the left-hander. They go over the bridge, drop down the right. Will he set him up for the hairpin? Kitching still quite close to Trehorn. But Trehorn's got a better run than Littlewood. I think Littlewood may have to go defensive here. He's a little bit tentative well, on the okay, brakes, just tightening up. It's all even, Stephen, for the moment, but that's a move further back for ninth place. As up the inside, that's Hughes making his recovery drive. Back up the inside, Tyseling uh, with uh, Jack Finch and trying to get past both of them. That's Ellis Paleo. Up the inside comes Paleo, and he has to back out of it in the end. An ambitious move, but at least he's willing to go up for it. Machi Hemera is now going to be his next victim if he's not careful. Yeah, Machi Hemera running in 12th place. Uh, I've got to say, Sam Gornall. Thought he was dropping away from the top two, but actually went quickest of all last time around. So perhaps it was just the last sector where he was struggling a little bit. But uh, Gornal across the line once again goes quickest. So uh, 102.32 for uh, Sam Gornal in third oh, place. Sorry, seventh position. We're rubbing wheels as they came through. Oh, yes. Close. Knight and Cuss absolutely rubbing rubber as they came through flat on the throttle. And that was very close indeed. It brought up a bit of tyre smoke as they almost came together. And they both. were able to get away with that one. Yeah, they both would have lost some time there as uh, they were uh, going through the S's, not on the racing line by the end of it. Look at Sam Gornall in third place, though. Getting closer in. and closer to Max Edmondson. Behind, where's the next move going to come from there? Perhaps Archie Kitching on Brody Trehorn. Very uh, closely... Uh, Knit together are the mini-match drivers in their own little groups. Yeah, Voisin's made the move on Machi Hemera, the pole. So uh, Hemera down to 13th position at the expense of the attack motorsport driver, Callum Voisin. As they come off the turn, Miles Barthorpe has got a bit of a gap now to Edmondson. Gornall giving him some pressure. And if you're Max Edmondson, this is not good. We're running out of time. And I think we've only got two to go. Yep, two laps to go indeed. Miles Barthorpe, I think at the moment seems to have this one in the bag but uh, never say never in super one as they come off the bridge for the penultimate time half a second in mini max is a particularly strong gap and if you look behind sam Gornall getting closer and closer to max edmondson as we complete the first sector purple first sector for sam Gornall. not a good run out of the first hairpin though so loses a lot of that time that he had just gained. So Sam Gornall is going to have to do some hard work once again. Behind this, Littlewood just breaking away from Trahon and Kitching now. Then it is Sean Cuss and Charlie Knight who have swapped places. Likewise, as you said, Pulio, Finch, Voisin and Hamera. So Barthorpe, Edmondson and Gornall is the top three at the moment. But Gornall still trying to break his way through into that third position. He's, going, he's dropped back a little bit from Edmondson and he's having another yeah. crack at it. But that's given Edmondson another opportunity. He's going to try and close back up on Miles Barthorpe. If he gets that perfect sector, which he gets a fastest lap, a 102-14, Edmondson may catch Barthorpe napping here. Does Barthorpe think he's got this 1-1? And if he does, where is Edmondson going to get the chance to pounce? Surely his only realistic chance now is to come from a long way back down here on the straight and set him up for the second hairpin. Oh, I mean, he'd, he'd need Mars Barthorpe to make a mistake 
will be overly cautious. And He's cautious. being a little bit cautious. Yeah, He's got to be bit. careful. He looks back. I think you've just got to keep on the pressure now, Miles. I think you've just about got this one. But do not drop the ball. Yeah, I think... Stop I looking behind you. He's too <laughs> far back. Stop chancing this. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yes, you've just got to focus on you now, mate. Yeah, Bartfield, perhaps, you know, not experienced to running right at the front in Super 1. So uh, perhaps just nerves kicking in. But at the moment, he's doing everything right. Uh, Miles Bartfield's going to take the win here from Edmondson and Gornall. Fastest in qualifying and position one at the end of the first race of the day. It's a great run for Miles Barthorpe. Across the line, the Coles Racing driver takes the flag. Miles Barthorpe wins it for Max Edmondson and Sam Gornall. Fourth position is going to be Marcus Littlewood in front of Archie Kitching and Brody Trehorn. Then it will be... Oh! Closer the line between those two as Charlie Knight just pips Sean Cuss. 100 sure, for a second. I'm not sure Sean's going to be too happy about that one. Uh, Ellis Paleo comes through to ninth position in the end. Great work for the MBR driver. Alexander Hughes in 10th from Jack Finch, Machi Hamera, Callum Voisin and Jed Murphy. But a fantastic run. All 14 starters finished and a cracking display from Miles Barthorpe. State Bro of intent for 2018. Yeah, Brodie Trahorn setting the fastest lap on the last lap. 102.05. If those top, if those second three could have stayed closer to the top three at the beginning of the race and I think we would have had a six-way battle for the lead. The lap time shown by the top six all very close. 102.1 for Barthorpe. 102.14 for Edmondson. It was a 1.7 for Barthorpe. Uh, a 2, uh, a 0.32 for Gornall, 0.35 for Littlewood, a 1.3 for Kitching, and a 0.5 for Trahorn. So all within two to three tenths of each other. And uh, I think those top six, as the weekend goes on, are just going to get closer and closer in the races. Well, Barthorpe gets off to a perfect start. Wins by just under half a second from Edmondson and Gornall. Litterwood, Kitching, Trahorn, Knight, Cuss, uh, Paleo, Hughes, Finch, Hamera, Vrazin and Murphy, the 14 drivers. And that is how they finished. And from Minimax, we now move to Junior Max.
And with uh, A and B racing each other this time, it's going to be James Lowther and Guy Cunnington from the front, with Oakley Pryor and Tom Adams on the second row, Alex Eads and Kai Hunter on the third, Ben Burgess and Matty Hingley in the top ten as well, with Cameron Thompson and Jack Stedman rounding out that top ten. Then it is Finley Bunce, 11th place, not quite where he wants to be, Harrison Collings on the sixth row with him, then Matthew Collings and Anshi Stanning, uh, Owen Johnson and Sam Harrison, Taylor Babs and Klaus Koika, Ben Casey and Harry Newman. Oakley, uh, Hugh Lawrenson and Josh Powell, Harvey Edmondson, Declan Lee, Alex Bentley, James Watson, Ryan Taylor Truman, Reuben Brown, Tin and Rourke, Connor Merrifield, Will Jenkins and Bailey Voisin. Well, that's the grid then. 30, uh, 16 rows of them altogether. 32 drivers entered into Super 1 in the Junior Rotax class. So this, all of our drivers uh, in Junior Rotax out. Uh, Lowther it was who uh, took pole position, as we said earlier on, from Cunnington and Oakley Pryor. In practices, it was uh, Guy Cunnington from Oakley Pryor and Matty Hingley in practice one. Practice two, Guy Cunnington, James Lowther and Oakley Pryor. So uh, a bit of a pattern forming there, particularly with the likes of Cunnington and Pryor. Lowther has had a, a third and a fourth in practices and then took pole position. So very close between... Lowther, Cunnington, Pryor all day. No surprise to see them where they are. Adams up from Minimax has done a great job to be on the outside of row two. Alex Eads and Kai Hunter. Again, two drivers jumping up in 2018. They're row three. Then it's Burgess and Matty Hingley. One to watch this year. On the outside of row four, as Jake's mentioned earlier, if you've been listening to our coverage through qualifying. And then we had Cameron Thompson and Jack Stedman. But we've mentioned some of the ones out of the top ten. Fiddly Bunce, for sure, definitely one to watch. The highest-seeded driver, Scottish champion Matthew Collins on the inside of row seven. Klaus Koika on the outside of row nine. And uh, I'm sure there'll be more of those to watch as well. But uh, those just uh, a few of the names that we'll be keeping an eye on as we gear up then for race seven of the weekend. With drivers starting out of position as well, it means we're going to struggle to uh, find directions to look in because there's going to yes. be about 12 different directions to be looking in around this magnificent BF International circuit. But we are uh, very nearly one third of the way through the day, actually, considering how fast the racing has gone. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's flew by, isn't it? Fast and frenetic. We're on to the seventh race already. One more, and then we will be at one, thir at one third's distance for the day's action. 45 races over the course of the weekend, and this is the seventh. And it's going to be an interesting one for Lowther and Cunnington as they duel for that first chicane. We've seen a couple of drivers come from the outside line to sweep across and take the lead. Lowther has got to dominate this inside line and make sure that Cunnington has to do all the work. But it is a good recovery on this long stretch from Cunnington. However, that inside line is going to have a particular advantage and it looks like it's going to be Lowther, Pryor and Eads at the start. So Cunnington drops back into fourth position and that was pretty much expected considering how far the outside line was from the inside. Yeah, it wasn't the best of starts for Guy Cunnington, but uh, he's done a good job to slot into uh, fourth place then as they head off the bridge for the first time. Prior up to second. Third place, Alex Eads, as you said. Fifth place is Ben Burgess. Sixth place is uh, one of the Coles Racing drivers, which I think will be Tom Adams. Then it's Finley Bunce as a change for second place there. Oh, and well, that was the 61 of uh, Alex Eads briefly going into second, but uh, Guy Cunnington's going to help himself to second place from fourth and that's all giving James Lava a break out front. Warning flag already for Finley Bunce halfway round the first lap so uh, 
I did see some contact actually going into Hepburn so they've too. So they've obviously decided then that Bunce was just a little bit too aggressive at that point as he tries to make a progress through the field. Across the line they come. Lowther, Cunnington, Eads, Pryor, Burgess, Adams, Bunce, Thompson, Kai Hunter and Matty Hingley from Matthew Collings and Owen Johnson, Harrison Collings, Angie Stenning from Bab Stedman, Quaker Harrison, Newman Oakley, Lawrenson, Kaisley and Lee. So as they come off the far side again, down the back straight, up towards the first of the two hairpins. A move coming up for Tom Adams as he makes the move. Does he on the inside? Yes, that's through into fifth position. It looks as though that's at the expense of uh, Oakley Pryor, who's dropping back quite rapidly, unfortunately, by the looks of things. So Oakley Pryor going backwards through the field. He's dropped down into about ninth, make it tenth, potentially even eleventh. Oh, really oh good contact there. That's the 14 going off, Matty Hinchley. I think the other one was Kai Hunter. Kai Hunter and Matty Hinchley coming again. And they came off together at the worst possible moment. What a shame. Bring well, on, don't go. Unfortunately, that was uh, quite uh, predictable when three, four wide into that particular chicane. Somebody's got to give. There was not enough room for all of them no. to run. And once they clip wheels, you're going on a bucking bronco ride to the barrier. Finley Bunce has just gone past Ben Burgess on the start of this lap. Going in towards turn one. That puts him up to uh, fifth place. I believe, as we head over the bridge and a further Cunnington change. Cunnington to the lead. Cunnington takes the lead there. He caught James Lowther napping over the bridge and gets through onto the inside and then has the nerve to say, come and work with me. No thanks, I'll take the lead back, says James Lowther. Dives up the inside and repasses him. Finley Bunce goes to fourth place and uh, have oh, and a change for lead once again. There goes Guy Cunnington once again watch to out, take guys. the lead. Watch out, because you've got Alex Eads in there as well and still these guys are battling. What is Guy Cunnington is determined to control the pace of this race. He will not let James Lowther the back through best place to be of course James Lowther second third place Alex Eads now fourth place oh. I think it's Finley Bunce and I think he's got a gap now he has it's Cameron uh, Thompson then in fifth place sixth place is uh, then uh, who's that in sixth place let's have a look as they come across the line it's Tom so Adams of the lead and back through Lowther takes the lead again like we said, this is absolutely impossible to call because there's just too many things to keep an yeah. eye on. Lowther gets straight back on the inside of Cunnington and takes the lead back. Alex Eads sitting and having a watching brief in third. Finley Bunce is trying to catch up with him in fourth place. And then we've got the chasing cavalry for fifth place, led by Thompson with Adams, Burgess, Pryor and Collings. Down towards the first half and there goes Oakley Pryor on Ben Burgess to make a move. So that is a change for seventh place. Pryor starting his recovery and another change of lead. Guy Cunnington back up the inside. Lava back down to second. Alex Eads third. Finley Bunce getting closer and closer in fourth place. Then it is uh, fifth place up. Uh, ben Burgess. Behind that is uh, Tom Adams as uh, leaders make their way. Man, the Mike Wilson complex now for what is the uh, fourth time we're four minutes into uh, this uh, race well we've got four minutes to go rather plus one lap at the end as they come across the line Cunnington having to defend four laps now completed it's Cunnington Lowther Eads Bunce Thompson then it is Adam Oakley Pryor Burgess Collins Johnson that's the top ten at the moment all dropping down the field Ryan Taylor Truman not too sure what's happened but he's dropped all the way to the back of the field on that last lap and a change for lead Lowther once again hits the front and these two just will not keep this battle they <laughs> just will not uh, surrender to the other this is ridiculous and still they're battling away third place has become a bit of a free for all as well because we've got Eads, Bunce and Thompson all scrapping away in the same pattern in the same awning don't forget that's all KR Sport drivers third, fourth, fifth 
And uh, with Cunnington and Lowther still squabbling away for who should lead the field at this point, they really should stop this, really. It's uh, up to Cunnington and Lowther to just say, do you know what? Sit behind. Do not let these guys behind get closer. Mechanical flag, unfortunately, for the 18. Now that, that is, is Johnson. Johnson. Let's have a look as he comes through. Oh, yes. Oh. The bumper's falling off the cart. And uh, just in front of them, Johnson's very nearly... Johnson made... Big contact with Matthew Collings, I think that there was, was Burgess. There. there was Burgess and Collings that scrubbed together. So Johnson ah. was behind that. So Owen Johnson has got uh, his bumper trailing in the breeze, and he's going to have to pit in, I'm afraid, and that's game over. Now that's Alex Eads leading the Eads way. Eads is down. leading, so that's why you two should have stopped mucking about. You should have stretched away, because now Eads has got the lead of the race. But Cunnington's going to fight back. Back to the inside line. Forces Eads wide. Gets a good exit. But now he's got Lather to the inside, trying to come back through. Cunnington shuts the door again. Eads is there to his inside. Has to concede and get there in second position. But this is an amazing battle. This is like a final. Yeah, so, uh, yeah you'd think that, wouldn't you? It's uh, only the first heat, let's not forget. Cunnington, Eads, Lowther, and then Bounce is in fourth place with a gap to chase once again. Cameron Thompson, the Scot, is in fifth place. As we head across the line, there's an attempt of a change for second from James Lowther. Sixth place is Oakley Pryor. Then it is uh, Adams, Burgess, uh, Collings, that's Matthew Collings with Harrison Collings in 10th place as uh, we uh, head off the bridge and Lowther challenging for second oh! place. Eads run off onto the grass there. Lowther back into second. Cunnington with a bit of a gap all of a sudden. Oh, and there's contact further back. That's Tom Adams driving into the back of Oakley Pryor under yeah. breaking. Ben Burgess right there, as is uh, Matthew Collings. And uh, also behind Matthew Collins. Oh, the the Collins. Over the oh that's Tom Burgess. Adams. Burgess makes the move and Adams had nowhere to go there. Tom Adams is run out of road as up the inside. Burgess gets through and that's allowed Collins and Harrison Collins to get through as well. So big problems there, unfortunately, from their point of view. What a disaster. Well, the top two have now broken clear. That is Guy Cunnington and uh, Alex Eads. And uh, then there's a big gap back to uh, third place, which is Cameron Thompson. We have about three laps to go here. Squabble for their position. We've got seven of them at it now. It's Thompson, Bunce, Briar, Eads, Burgess, Collings and Collings as they squabble away for position. That is the S-plate towards the back of it. Up o the inside, okay, change for Pryor. third. That's o no, that's okay. Oh, for Pryor. fourth, sorry. So Pryor through on the inside of Bunce. Well, no, that was Pryor defending, I think, from Eads. Oh, big shove there as Pryor goes into the back of the man in front of him. Now, if he hasn't got a front-fairing penalty, I have no idea how he's going to get away with it because that was a massive shove into the back of the sixth there of Bunce, and he's lost a couple of places and then gained them straight back again on the way out of the hairpin. To me, it looked like Bunce gained uh, a break a little bit early, so I think it just caught Oakley Pryor out, really, because look at what's happened to Cameron Thompson. He's just got away under the brakes, and uh, now he's away and clear. But uh, two true. laps to go, and the uh, two leaders are back together once again it's the familiar faces out front of Guy Cunnington and James Lowther here we go what round are we in now 11 this is at least round 11 and they're on the uh, and there goes the change of lead James Lowther up the inside under the bridge well they had a couple of seconds to go Cunnington's going to go straight back again this is a brilliant battle between these two this is like a pair of boxers just trading uppercuts and jabs this is brilliant down the back straight again Lowther goes to the left hand side coming to defence to the right through the first hairpin they're going to come out of it side by side Lowther's going to get a great drag Cunnington will still defend to the inside Lowther wants to get the switch back on the second hairpin Cunnington will shut the door firmly there but he's still covering that inside line Lowther and Cunnington are going to hold each other up here and this could produce an opportunity for the Scotsman Cameron Thompson if they keep this up 
Yeah, Cameron Thompson's son, two seconds back. A little bit over that, in fact, as uh, the two leaders prepare themselves for the last lap. It is Cunnington, Lowther, and then Thompson all on his own in third. And Bunce leads the fourth place battle, which includes the likes. Oh, and there we go. And Lowther taking the lead. Neither of them's prepared to give best. And Cunnington forces Lowther to give best. Don't even mm. think about it. That is a brilliant tussle as they rub wheels at least four times as they go side by side. Up and over the Litchfield Bridge, down the trough and along the back straight. And now Cunnington's got breathing space on Lowther, but he looks back. He's clearly intimidated. And that has given Lowther another hurry up. Come on, men. Then well, let's see what you've got. Stop looking behind you, guy. There's no point. You're just going to give him the opportunity to come straight back. Lowther is still breathing down his neck. Now he's got to defend like crazy. Lowther is having one final crack at him. Into the left, into the right. Surely now he's not going to get another chance. But then this is James Lowther versus Guy Cunnington. They pulled up more overtaking moves than I breathed in this time over the course of the race. So through they come into the pair of lefts. Is there going to be one last chance for Lowther out of the final turn? He's had a couple of goes already. He's going to have to work very hard to the line. He's going to try, but Cunnington's there. Lowther second. What a battle. Thompson in third. And across the line, it's side by side for Bunce and Eads. But Bunce gets there by three hundredths. Sam Harrison six from Pryor. Matthew Collings, Burgess and Harrison Collings. Angie Stenning, Stedman, Koika, Adams down to 14th in the end. Casey, Babs, Watson, Kai Hunter drops all the way to 18th. Yeah. Declan Lee, Alex Bentley rounding out the top 20 from Lawrence and Brown, Merrifield, Jenkins, Maddie Hingley getting caught up in that incident with Kai Hunter as well. Recovers to 25th. Tin and Rourke, Harvey Edmondson, Newman Oakley and Josh Powell struggling. Voisin and Ryan Taylor Truman and Owen Johnson retiring with the broken bomb. But that, that was absolutely astonishing that race had everything and that was only the first heat of junior road tax well it was brilliant wasn't it guy cunnington james lowther out front uh, head to head for the whole race and uh, were side by side as they went through the first couple of corners there all the way through the first two corners uh, you'd have to say i think they gave each other just about uh, enough respect but uh, the like we had the likes of thompson bumps eads all getting involved at one stage but by the end it was just cunnington versus lowther Six hundreds between them at the flag, and uh, Cunnington beaten Lowther. Got to say, Cameron Thompson, brilliant performance from him uh, to go to third place from ninth on the grid. Bunce also gaining seven places there to finish fourth. Samuel Harrison, good drive from him. He gained twelve pla uh, ten places, sorry, on his way to sixth. Uh, of, of course, we had both Kai Hunter and Matty Hingley involved in that incident at the chicane, and they dropped to eighteenth and twenty fifth, uh, respectively. And uh, Owen Johnson, unfortunately, he uh, had a mechanical flag halfway through the race. So uh, he's got a lot of work to do now in the second heat this afternoon. Uh, but what a brilliant race it was, Jake. Uh, you'd look at the result and think it was only two for the lead. But at times, we had about eight to ten for the lead. By the end, of course, it was a two-way fight. But it went all the way to the last corner. Yeah, what was really critical about that uh, bit of fisticuffs there towards the end, uh, which is what allowed Cunnington and Lowther to break away a little bit. And that was basically what gave them the chance to go for victory. So they had an opportunity or two uh, to stretch out the advantage. But neither Cunnington nor Lowther was prepared to give best to each other as they battled 
battle away for position. It was really intense racing from the pair of them. And it was fascinating that Lowther determined to lead from the front. Cunnington determined to lead from the front. And neither of them prepared to give best. It looks like that rivalry could go a hell of a long way in this 2018 season. That could be uh, a really interesting battle between those two. And I can see Cunnington versus Lowther being the main headline in 2018. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Bunce, the likes of Bunce would uh, like to include himself in that. And uh, it was a shame that we did see uh, Kai Hunter and Matty Hindley uh, drop down the field. But we still have a heat and two finals to go. But uh, a lot of overtaking done there from Cunnington and Lowther. I think they'll know exactly where their opportunities will present themselves come the finals uh, tomorrow. It's just whether they'll be on their own battling for the leader. I assume they'll both be there. But uh, let's see. But... Uh, from Junior Rotax to Miami Cadet now for their first heat. And the first pole position of 2018 goes the way of Max Dodds, the number three on pole position on the inside line from Will McIntyre alongside him on the front row. Arvid Lindblad, the runner-up in 2017 alongside the O-Plate British Open champion Freddie Slater with Maximus Hall and Brandon Carr on the third row. Brandon Carr having done so well, of course, uh, out in the States at the SKUSA, did a cracking job there. Harley Keeble and Sam Shaw in the fourth row of the grid. Then Leo Robinson and Aidan Neat. Uh, then it is Vinnie Phillips and Harley Horton, Luke Watts and Charlie Rippin, Harry Borgoyne Jr. and Kai Baccini, then Oliver Wright and Max Barrow, Ashton Hodgson and Bart Harrison, Ella Stevens alongside Monde Juni Canini, uh, then Ian Aguilera, Luke Sintler, Jack Younger, the Canadian Harry Mamassi, uh, Benjamin Doughty, Archie Clark, Edu Robinson and Jacob Baldry. A fantastic group of uh, kids in the group this year. A lot of them up from Bambinos to move up into Iami Cadet. Yep. A few of them from other club championships and uh, we even have another national champion in the midst there in Ella Stevens, the Birolat UK cadet champion. So there's a lot of great talent through this grid, a lot of incredibly spicy young racing drivers, and I have a feeling that Iami Cadet could be one of the toughest battles in 2018. We've seen so many drivers come from here to move on to greatness. I'm sure there's a few more in this grid that can do so. Yeah, well, we've got the likes. Limblad was second last year, Dodds third, Slater was fifth. Uh, McIntyre 8th, Shaw was ninth, Watts was 10th, so a lot of the top 10 back for another season. Uh, the Oliver Roller Motorsports team have brought a really uh, strong setup, I think, to try and challenge the likes of Fusion uh, and Strawberry. Harley Keeble, you can see, doing very well at the start of this season. Aidan Neat looks uh, strong uh, early on as well. Freddie Slater, perhaps one of the ones to beat. He's looked quick over the winter. But uh, Maxwell Dodds it is who will lead them off the front with William McIntyre to his outside. And it's going to be a great start. And it is a cracking getaway. The two rows move together as they charge forward. Dodds gets a good start. But I think he has actually been beaten off the start line. Is that Arvid Lindblad that's come through? Or is that Will McIntyre, actually? No, it's uh, Max Dodds leading. Yeah, it is Max Dodds. With, he has uh, come through to lead. William, Mac William McIntyre is second. Third looks to be Brandon Carr. Max no, Maximus Hall, sorry, is third place. Then Limblad is in fourth place. Then it is uh, behind that Brandon Carr and Harley Keeble, I think, both making places on Freddie oh. Slater. Behind Freddie Slater, it is then the number 57 of Aidan Neat and Samuel Shaw. Luke Watts is trying to make a move, and uh, has made a move rather, on, uh, let's see, that was the number 37 of Leo Robinson with the number 20 going with him, which is Harley Horton. So uh, young Leo Robinson definitely one to look out for as well, as have uh, been really impressive on the club scene over the winter. But uh, out front, no problems for Maxwell Dodd so far. Leads the way, but uh, has the close attentions of William McIntyre, Maximus Hall, I believe that is, and then Arvid Limblad, fourth place with fifth, I think, Brandon Carr. 
Warning flag initially for the 13 at the end of the first lap, and that is MJ Canini, the South African. So uh, Canini getting a little bit of a slap on the wrist there for something. Didn't see what it was. But out in front, Max Dodds commanding the pace. This is a kid who has been threatening to dominate for at least two or three seasons now. He's Change for third. Oh, yeah, there is a change for third. Up into the inside has come Arvid Lindblad to move up into third place. But Dodds leading the way under pressure from McIntyre. You get the sense with Dodds that he's been building up to this. Over the last few seasons, he's had his opportunities. He came in incredibly young. Let's not forget that. As soon as he yeah. turned eight, he was in the cadets. He's now on the higher end of the cadets, but he's got more experience coming into this season than potentially any of the other cadets out there because he's been in this class for about three years already this is his as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fourth crack at it. And it's going to be hard to suggest anybody really can take this one away from him. This is essentially Max Dodd's best opportunity to display the dominance that he could provide. I think that's... Uh summed it up perfectly I think Max Dodds you always forget how young he has been I know, when, he's, when he's, he's finished what 10th in the championship yeah. uh, then third last year so he has younger than what a lot of people thought that's but, it uh, well, I, I seem to have been banging on about how good Max Dodds is for the last 17 years and yeah. he's only been at this before so uh, it's great to see him still back there we go, here we go the chase for the lead McIntyre dives oh, his way up the inside no, no Dodds defended beautifully to the inside line there and uh, he wants to lead this one going away. Limblad's gone to second. Slater's up to fifth, having just gone past Brandon Carr. So top six away and clear. Then in chase, it looks to be Aidan Neat and Luke Watts. Limblad has a little look at Dodds and just thinks better of it as Dodds continues to control the pace. Limblad, McIntyre. Then it is uh, Max. Here goes Limblad. Now he goes for the move. On the inside of the second hairpin, Dodds is going to run out across to stop McIntyre coming through. Goodness me, he puts his hand in the air. Sorry. And they're in second place. McIntyre slots back in a third position in front of Hall, Cart, Slater, then Neat, who's come up three places. Luke Watts is on the charge. He's up into the top eight now. Uh, yeah. Harley Horton is ninth from Leo Robinson, then Sam Shaw, Phillips, Keeble, Wright, Rippin, Burgoyne Jr., Hodgson, Barrow, Ella Stevens, and MJ Canini. Luke Watts has lost a place, I think, there to Aiden Neat. Uh, but, uh, or they've, I think they may have been like that already, but uh, across the line they go. 
what's the gap between them and the rest of the field it's one second to the top six quickest on track is actually Sam Shaw the teammate of course to Max Dodds so Sam Shaw down in 10th at the moment trying to line up a move on Harley Horton as having just gone past Leo Robinson as uh, off the bridge we go and uh, Max Dodds what's his plan going to be here lost the play lost the lead to Arvid Lindblad at Herpen 2 last time around uh, what is he going to do? He's got the fusion pairing of uh, McIntyre and Slater behind, who I doubt will want to follow. I think they'll probably want to make a move. So uh, this is going to be quite an interesting race now. Brandon Carr, as you said, is there in fifth place. Then it's uh, Maximus Hall, uh, then Aidan Neat and Luke Watts. Good to see some good battles all the way through the field and a lot of movement. Oh, 28 has been given a warning. That's Ella Stevens. So well, she's uh, at three at the moment. Yeah, but, uh, she's moved up to 18th position. So a few overtaking moves have been made there. Just a little bit of a warning needed for Ella Stevens. Of course, uh, racecraft is something that she's uh, not had a massive amount of practice in uh, because, of course, uh, she's been so used to winning races in her various right. categories and club racing. So uh, being in the mix of the pack is uh, a bit of an uh, a bit of an eye opener. But this season, they're trying all sorts of different tricks to move her further up the order Freddie Slater has just set the new fastest lap and Luke Watts has gone past Aidan Neat so that is not what they need to be doing really those two should be working together yeah they're wasting time this is a got, big problem they've got Sam Shaw Leo Robinson Vinnie Phillips and Harley Horton all queuing up I think Vinnie Phillips perhaps we slightly overlooked him he's definitely going to be one to watch this season yeah he's really starting to come on leaps and bounds is Phillips as change a third as well Freddie Slater went past yes McIntyre he did well, it's very easy to mistake those two with the they old late and the eight the same, there is absolutely yeah. there's barely anything to distinguish those two this year unless you can get your binoculars I mean, out and squint at their legs because their surnames are on the legs of the overalls of course from where we are you wouldn't be able to tell the no, difference there, but, there's uh, absolutely two peas in a pod those two McIntyre and Slater but uh, as they continue on their charge Lynn Blad still in front of Dodds and Dodds now pushing away with Lindblad as they try and work their way further forward. This is great work from the two of them to stretch out the advantage and pull away from the Fusion Boys in third and fourth. Uh, for Oliver Ronan Motorsport, it is Brandon Carr in fifth and Max Hall right now, in behind him. Now look at uh, Watson Neat. They have been caught and there's the first move from Sam Shaw going under the bridge. He's gone past Aiden Neat. Beautiful. And Leo Robinson has gone past as well so that's neat now into seven uh, uh sure sorry up to eighth and robinson up to ninth place and next on their list as robinson gives uh, sam shaw a good old push down towards the first hairpin is luke watts who looks like a bit of a sitting duck at the moment i think he'll get uh, done very shortly probably on this lap and look how many places he could potentially lose as sam shaw pulls across to make the move luke watts going in into the chicane well, Watts is going to drift back into position, so he's only lost one place for the moment. Nicely covered, and then we have the nine of Sam Shaw. Warning flag again, I think Ooh, that is for Ella Stevens. So that's a second warning. She's well, dropped down well. a couple of places as yeah, well. Yeah, I wonder if it's just got a little bit too heated there with the likes of Oliver Wright and Bart Harrison in there. Got to uh, say, um, Ashton Hodgson doing well, up five into 14. MJ Canini's up five as well to 17th. There we go. So all going well indeed. We've got to keep an eye on this third place battle because the four of them could end up getting very... Uh, well, close as things go mind you the fusion boys are now starting to work to get away well, from brandon carr and the gladiator maximus hall yeah, as alan taddy i likes to call him it's three groups of two out the front isn't it so we've got limblad and dodds and then we have mcintyre back in front of slater is it 
No, it's still Slater. <laughs> How Mac- can you tell from that I, distance? I, I, yeah. How it's, can you tell? It's still Slater McIntyre. Slater sits slightly lower in the car. Ah, and uh, there's a blue patch to the top of uh, McIntyre's helmet as well. well there so we go. We that's f- the only way we can distinguish it, really, from a distance. There we there's go. A blue patch on the McIntyre. Oh, of course, it's the Saltire, isn't it, on the top of William McIntyre's helmet? That's how you know the difference there. It's I've the uh, Saltire blue. Maximus Hall is doing a really good job to run with these guys as well because... Um, yeah, he's really stepped up a gear, hasn't he, in yeah. 2018? I mean, he was good last year. Let's not take away from no, him. No, no. He, he's really stepped up a gear to yeah. prove, prove himself to be a potential championship challenger. He was my surprise of qualifying, and he has really become uh, a genuine competitor for the 2018 season. I mean, this is only early doors, don't forget. But the fact that he's right in there, Maximus Hall, within two seconds of the race lead and working beautifully with Brandon Carr, what he has learnt over the last 12 months has been exceptional. We love watching these guys develop. I mean, last year, where was he? He was outside the top 10. He was outside the top 20 last year. Maybe we had a, a reasonable run. This year, he's come straight into it, and boom, he is a challenger. Yeah. I think people should be really frightened of him this year. Yeah, 23rd last year in the championship, and he did do every uh, round as well. So clearly, he suffered a lot of misfortunes, but. Uh, he is uh, doing very good now, and he's running with drivers who were, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four seeded drivers, and then Brandon Carr, who's uh, been doing well out in the States, as you said. Yeah, I mean, Scusa, uh, he's, up there with, he's up there with five of the best in their craft and five of the best in this class, and he's there, not by accident at all. Yeah. He's there on merit. He has really dug deep and found something special. So really good work by young Maximus Hall there as uh, we uh, now get ready for the last lap. The time has ticked down and here we go for a battle for the lead. Max Dodds is now going to go all guns blazing here we across go. the line. And uh, Arvid Limblad now having to look over his shoulder is going to have to try and check where... Dodds uh, is at every Not single yet. opportunity. William McIntyre has dropped right off the back of Freddie Slater, who's just set a Look, new I fastest think Slater's lap. Slater's going to get into this if they're not careful, because these two are going to fight away. Here we go. Dodds makes the move. And now there's not a lot really? of in that big do. Here comes Slater. He's going to sweep onto the left side. This is going to be great as Slater gets himself into position. He's oh. going to go through. Cuts across. Brilliant move. How about that? Shuts the door in the breaking zone. Beautiful move from Freddie Slater. That's given Max Dodds a little bit of breathing space. And he picked his own move absolutely to perfection on the bridge. Down the right-hander. You weren't seeing this one coming, Arvid. Thank you very much. That's a sign of a driver carrying a lot of confidence. Someone is Slater's not giving up. Look at this. Yeah, it looks to the outside. Sweeping around all over the place and trying to come through. Slater now trying to tuck it in the inside. I think he tried to go for it. Dodds had him well covered. Yeah. Brilliant racing between these two, and now they're going to come across the line almost together. Lindblad hasn't given up on a chance of second place to come out of the final turn on the throttle, on the power, down the straight. It's going to be nearly <laughs> Dodds is going to get there in front of Slater and Lindblad. Really amazing drive from Dodds. Perfect work. 0.11 between the three of them. Brilliant Magnificent stuff. Magnificent stuff. Max Dodds taking the win, but as I mean, as we said there, Freddie Slater, that's a sign of a driver carrying a lot of confidence. Won that British Open Championship earlier this year. Has won several races. Uh, most races he's done this year, he has won. And Freddie Slater, you could just tell that's a driver who's in good form at the moment with that move. Round the outside of Arvid Lindblad in the breaking zone. Lindblad finishing third. McIntyre recovered well in the last lap. Finished fourth place. Brandon Carr fifth. Maximus Hall, brilliant start to the season for him. He's sixth place. Dennis Aiden Neat, Sam Shaw, Harley Horton, Vinnie Phillips, uh, Harley Keeble. Maybe slightly disappointed with his 11th place. Uh, then we had uh, Harry Jr. Burgoyne 
in uh, 12th place. Ashton Hodgson getting six places to finish in 13th place. Leo Robinson, don't know what happened to him later in the race, but he eventually finished 14th. Uh, Max Barrow, 15th. Luke Watts will be disappointed with his 16th place. Then it will be Oliver Wright, Bart Harrison, uh, MJ Canini, and then we had Ellis Stevens, Charlie Rippon, uh, Harry Mamassi, the Canadian, uh, Kai Bacini, uh, Ian Aguilera, Benjamin Dougherty. Then we had Luke Sintler, Archie Clark, uh, Edu Robinson, Jack Younger, and Jacob Baudry. What a great start to the season for Max Dodds and very feisty as well from Freddie Slater to get himself right into the action. I thought he was well gone and out of it at that point and then he just suddenly on the penultimate lap went right. I can do better than this and dragged it out of the car. Fantastic stuff there from Freddie Slater to haul himself up into second place on the final lap. Max Dodds, though, cracking victory, made the move at exactly the right moment. Beautifully done and a master drive there. Brilliantly, brilliantly done. So uh, that is uh, a great run. And now we move to the uh, Mini X30 category next. And this is, of course, where uh, all those who've been listening to Downforce Radio here at the circuit and uh, across the country uh, have been uh, keeping a bit of an eye on it because, of course, the reason that we're able to broadcast on Downforce Radio is down to one of the teams in the Mini X30 Championship, and that is Kato Motorsport. So uh, Kato Motorsport uh, running with three carts in this particular class and three very talented young drivers as well in uh, Aaron Walker, Daniel Bolton and Harvey Ryby. If you're focusing on the Downforce UK side of things this weekend, you'll learn a lot more about them as the uh, social media weekend develops. But uh, we're talking about everybody in every class, of course. And Josh Rowledge, who's still a little bit irritated with Alan Taddei for not considering him as a championship favourite in I'm Mini surprised X30. At that. Uh, he's uh, decided, right, well, if he doesn't think it's happening, I'm just going to prove him wrong. Uh, Comes yeah. straight out the blocks, ball position alongside Joshua McLean. Yeah, I mean, Josh Rowledge has been very quick this year. He's even done stuff overseas and very quick in, I have a, to say, in the junior X30 class. Josh so, Rowledge in Europe has been so, so unlucky because he's had an incredible turn of I mean, he, he qualified, what was it, fourth at Salbury, wasn't Certainly it? Did. Yeah, so uh, Rowledge has been um, absolutely on fire. In Valencia, he was strong. In Salbury's, he had an air of confidence and swagger yeah. very nearly about him. He had this, yeah. he knew that he had a good cart underneath him. He knew he had good setup. He was confident in himself. He ended up getting uh, forced down the order through bad luck and a bit of jostling for position. Wasn't it? That, pre-final that that's when it really off, yeah. all fell apart but he was fourth from the grid for that pre-final I think and uh, I've got to say I'm surprised Alan didn't have him down but there you go Josh Rowledge uh, just doing his own thing the strawberry racing driver pole position Josh McLean who would have been considered a favourite perhaps yep. the Fusion Motorsport driver to the outside of the front row then it's uh, Jacob McComb and Ivan Lomliev Ivan Lomliev has looked good uh, over the winter I think was second here uh, last weekend uh, Jessica Edgar's also been quick yeah she's just left the pit so right. a slow start for Jessica Edgar she's going to need to race to get herself back into position of course Jessica Edgar the cousin of Johnny yeah. so uh, that's going to be an interesting one to see how she develops in the Fusion Motorsport team this year yeah. but from P5 on the grid she started very well indeed clearly uh, there's something in the water at that part of the world isn't yeah. there because it makes magnificent racing drivers of course Johnny a Red Bull Junior now racing over in uh Italy, Sano this weekend for the final round of the WSK Supermaster Series. Uh, Daniel Bolton to the outside of row three. Then it's Aaron Walker and Rashad Sugarimbo, uh, Oliver Duffel and Harvey Ryby, and then Matthew Higgins and Freddie Tomlinson. Jack. Yeah, Freddie Tomlinson is the newest recruit to the uh, Fusion Motorsport Brigade in uh, Mini X30, having been in the Biralite UK Cadets last year, has now moved up into the Fusion Motorsport Brigade and has already been out testing in Ginetta Juniors. He's oh, itching, wow. he's itching right. to get there. He's uh, basically just waiting to turn 14 in the second he 
does, right. boom, he'll be in there. So uh, it's going to be interesting. That's to a see shame. He'll be leaving us. Well, uh, he's going to put on uh, a bit of a show before he does. I have a feeling he put off some pretty incredible overtaking maneuvers last year in his uh, national campaign. So Freddie is one of those drivers that gets faster as the race develops, and he pulls off some choice moves. I don't think he'll be finishing twelfth. Anyway, away we go. Cracking start from Rowledge as he shuts the door on McLean beautifully on the way through, and a cracking start as well from Lomliev, who manages to put himself up into I think that's third position. He's there it is in indeed. Three. Yes, a great start from Lomliev as he uh, gets himself Make right that into the second, mix. I no, think. it is. Yeah, you're right. Lomliev has come through and uh, is putting himself on the charge of Rowledge. Is that Lomliev in second? Yes, it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. Cracking yeah. start from Ivan Lomliev. McLean uh, down to third and then fourth place. Is that Jacob uh, McCoom well, in the 32? Well, now it's not it in second anymore because down on the outside. That is Josh McLean getting through. And fourth position, the 32 of McCoom, as you mentioned. So that is all fine and dandy from his point of view. It's a very close battle behind us. Walker and uh, well, Dan Bolton battling away for position. Fifth is actually Oliver Duffel. Yes, Duffel has charged so, his yeah. way forward in the 33. Cracking gets away from him. But as the leaders come through, it looks like we've got the two KMS carts in sixth and seventh place. I think I that think is Bolton well, in front of Walker. Right, let's confirm as they cross the line. Other way round. Yeah. <laughs> Other way round. It's <laughs> easy Walker, mistake to make. Walker in front of Bolton. So across the line then. Uh, behind that it is Shigarimbo, Higgins, Edgar, Ryby and Tomlinson. I don't know if Shigarimbo put that move on, but he's uh, diving up the inside trying to make the move. Well, it's all going off for well, the positions. I think the KMS cars have come through the front, McLean's going to take the lead. Here we go down towards half oh, one. Josh McLean takes the lead. Yep, Rowledge didn't really see that one coming. McLean swept by. Beautifully done. And Rowledge down to second place. Then it's Lomliev, McComb, Walker is up to fifth place. Bolton's up to sixth. They've both made mincemeat of Duffel on that uh, uh, Litchfield bridge run. He's there in seventh place, the 92. Oh, no, that's Russian Chikarimbo up to seventh place then. So Chikarimbo makes the move up. Duffel looks to have dropped all the way down to, I think, tenth position. Yeah, not too sure what's happened there, but uh, a miserable... Oh, well, no, Duffel... Duffel was still in fifth place. Yeah, he was in fifth position. Walker Bolton and Chikarimbo have all got through on that run. So there they are in fifth, sixth, ah, seventh. Now, is I that see. Duffel having made his way back into sixth place now? Because it looks to me as though Bolton's... Oh, no, there's no, yes. Bolton. Yeah, Duffel is all the way back. And that is Bolton now oh, making wow. the move on Walker. So Duffel all the way down to tenth behind Jessica Edgar and Harvey Ryby. Chikarimbo went for a move on Daniel Bolton there. Oh, check out McCoom. McCoom has come straight onto the back of Lomliev, and now those uh, those four are racing racing away down the. Watch uh, for a change of lead. Watch for a change of lead. Here we go. Lomliev at the inside of Josh Rowledge, and Lomliev hits the front. McLean goes through to second place. Rowledge third. McCoom best seat in the house in fourth, and McLean fights back at hairpin two. I say fights back, takes the lead. So uh, Lomliev helping him through to second. Now he goes for the lead. And uh, that was clear that Lomliev wanted to work with uh, McLean there. Rowledge third, McCoom fourth. Jacob McCoom doing a brilliant job at the moment. Yep, it's McLean, Lomliev, Rowledge, McCoom, Walker, Bolton, Chigarimbo, Edgar, Ryby, Duffel, Higgins and Tomlinson at the moment as they run their way through the course out of the final turn and down the home stretch. Uh, Joshua McLean still trying to stretch away from Lomliev. But Rowledge there in third position with McCoom. Bolton and Walker have switched places. Watch him under the bridge. It looks like, well, it looked as if Lomliev was going to make a move Oh, this there. is going to be Chigarimbo down the inside of Jessica Edgar. And it looks like a similar move from yep. Duffel on Ryby. Can he get the move done there? I did get it he done. Did, yes. He so, did, uh, but... Ryby down to 10th position. 
well, it looked as if Shigarimbo briefly passed Edgar. Edgar back through as out front. Lomliev's going to hit the front once again from uh, Joshua McLean. So Lomliev out front. Rowledge has gone through to second place. Uh, and then it is, uh, oh, and they're three wide almost out of the second open. Rowledge now to the outside of McLean. Then it is uh, Lomliev in third place. McLean behind that as uh, we head up towards Bobby Game Corner now for the fourth time. This is still getting incredibly intense between these four, and they're still jostling for position. McLean, Lomliev, and Rowledge absolutely bolted to each other. Rowledge having broken clear in second position now, a little bit on the back of McLean. So that is going to be a, a bit of a wake-up call for Ivan Lomliev to get back on the game. Fourth position, uh, McComb in fourth place, Bolton and Walker for KMS, then Shigarimbo, Edgar, fastest lap of the race, Daniel Bolton. That kid is lightning right now. They're working together to close up the top four. Yeah. You can imagine that the KMS team will just be happy with this work together. But uh, the two leaders have a chance to have a break here. And I think Josh Rowledge knows it. He's pushing Josh McLean all the way down towards hairpin number one. Behind that, Josh McComb is uh, doing, uh, Jacob McComb, sorry, is doing similar things with uh, Ivan Lomliev. So uh, McComb does not want uh, the top two to get away here. He's happy to sit in with uh, Ivan Lomliev at the moment. Rowledge will want to take advantage of this opportunity. Oh, there's um, been contact! Oh, yes. 71, that's Harvey Ryby that's coming there with Freddie Tomlinson. Battling oh, away in the second hairpin. So, Ryby and Tomlinson struggling and then coming together, unfortunately. So, uh, a bit of an issue there with those two. Meanwhile, McLean still has Rowledge breathing down his exhaust fumes at the moment. Lomliev in third from McComb, Bolton, Walker, Chikarimbo and Edgar. As you can see, Josh Rowledge just set a new fastest lap now. 60.14 as he's just off pushing Josh McLean along he's trying to take advantage of this gap that they have almost been gifted by the likes of Lomliev and Jacob McComb and at the moment they are taking advantage of it very well Lomliev and McComb all they need to do now Jake don't panic just keep the pace as it is keep the gap where it is once these two start battling you'll find yourselves involved in the battle however Bolton and Walker really starting to close in there. Yeah, Walker has just gone purple in the first sector. I think they could get some support from these two from the KMS team. Well, you know. support or hassle. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I mean, we're running short on time, 2 minutes 12, but uh, both Bolton and Walker have been uh, training all weekend on their simulator down in the uh, KMS awning, and they've been trying to find wherever possible they can. They're learning from Kato Adams, obviously giving them plenty of training, and they're getting faster and faster as the weekend goes on. Bolton and Walker could potentially work together here to get down this gap to fourth place man Jacob McComb and if those two start squabbling at the front it could tighten everything up and then it becomes a six way free for all round the uh, onto the Litchfield Bridge rather for the seventh time and a new fastest lap there for Daniel Bolton 60.13 as uh, we now make our way down to Herpin 1 for the seventh Watch time Watch he's again trying to force uh, McLean further away just trying is, to get yeah. that gap away from Ivan Lomliev Lomliev wants a little bit of support from McComb McComb um, is not close enough Rowledge looking over his shoulder there. I, I think this may be a sign that he's preparing himself, himself to make the first move because uh, we're going to have yeah, what, two lap. laps to go and that is usually in karting two laps to go. It's you're allowed to now overtake me kind <laughs> of thing. So uh, Josh McLean will know once we hit that he's going to have to start defending. So uh, Lomliev is doing a good job though. He seems to have just broken away from Jacob McComb by I'd say a tenth, two tenths maybe. 
but he's still got the KMS drivers catching as we go across the line now to complete lap number seven. New fastest lap from Josh McLean. Here we go. Rowledge is right underneath him though. Josh Rowledge is going to want to try and get through. Eight hundredths of a second between them at the line. He was practically nailed to his bumper as they came through. Josh McLean though leads the way on the Fusion cart. He's got all of that battle from Josh Rowledge in the Strawberry Racing Team fold behind him in second place. And it's the age-old story. Fusion versus Strawberry. In 2018, it's McLean versus Rowledge as they battle down the back straight. Up towards the second hairpin. Good defence from McLean. Rowledge is going to try and get the undercut. He's going to open the door. I can't believe he's going to get the opportunity there because McLean's got faster speed out of the turn and he's going to get him on the undercut. Nicely done. So McLean hangs on from Rowledge. Rowledge is going to keep digging. McLean's going to a big dive on the inside from Lomliev. Lomliev's going to come straight in there for second and he's through. Lomliev into second position. Unfortunately, Rowledge kind of left the door open there in his bid to get past McLean. So McLean is going to win this. Lomliev is going to be second. Rowledge is going to be third and they're going to be as that as they come across the line. Well, Josh Rowledge oh, was doing everything he last could lap, to... Last lap, yeah, I, was, I thought there was one more. No, he was doing everything he could to convince uh, Josh McLean just to get on with it, but McLean was having none of it, not taking any and risks. And that's a five-race make that six, because we've got both Walker yep, and Bolton. Yeah, Walker's on the back of it. Bolton's in there. Here we go. Rowledge is going to try one more time, and Lomliev, Lomliev goes into the back of McLean. Rowledge right round the outside of both. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Has he got the space to keep it going? He oh, he's on the second. Cross. He's still to the inside of McLean. McLean bangs wheels with Lomliev. And on the inside, Rowledge is going to come through. Look into the inside comes Walker. Yeah, Walker yeah. through to fourth. Great move for the KMS driver. Bolton's going to get through to fifth. Walker and Bolton on the move. Brilliant racing for both of them. But up in the lead, it's still McLean with Lomliev and Rowledge trying to seize each other off at the back there absolutely brilliant Rowledge has held him off for second place but Josh McLean is going to come through and get the victory great racing right to the death Josh McLean gets the victory second is Rowledge third is Lomliev and then it is Walker in fourth Bolton in fifth great work for the KMS boys Sugar Rimbo ends up in sixth position in the end he got past Jacob McComb on the final lap 
Jessica Edgar into eighth position. Duffel is ninth from Higgins. Harvey Ryby and Freddie Tomlinson. Great comeback from Shigarimbo to get in there into the top six as well. But what a race. McLean cleans up from Rowledge in second. And the KMS boys giving each other a bit of a nod. We were pretty good going through yeah. that field, weren't we? We knew what we were doing. Brilliant work from Walker and Bolton. Chigarimbo in the top six. You've got to say commiserations to Jacob McComb. Had the yeah. chance to win that one. Just didn't quite go his way. And he ended up seventh at the end of it all. And disappointing off the start from Jessica Edgar. She could have been in that fight from the third row as well. Yeah. It just didn't quite go the way on the run to the lap. And that unsettled her. Hopefully she'll be able to come back in the next race. Lack of experience, perhaps from Jacob McComb's point of view, but uh, nevertheless, what pace he showed, uh, matching the leaders all the way through that one. McLean just wasn't taking any uh, risks there. Rowledge, as much as he was telling McLean to get on with it, there was always going to be at least some point where Rowledge would have died for the lead, and McLean just wanted to uh, put the pressure on Rowledge. His tactic worked a treat because uh, it was Rowledge then having to uh, get his second place back from Ivan Lomliev with a brave move around the outside right at the end there walker and bolton working together pretty much all race found themselves both uh, going past a mccoom at that second hairpin and shigarimbo going down to uh, wards bobby game corner managed to sneak into sixth place as well under two seconds were the top 1.8 seconds was the gap between first to eighth so very very close in mini x30 it may not be the biggest grid we have here this weekend but uh, that doesn't mean it's not going to be very competitive think uh, any one of those top eight you'd say could uh, form the podium come Sunday afternoon so uh, very good racing but McLean draws first blood in the racing takes the win from Rowledge and Lomliev. Wow I'm out of breath nine races done and we've got another 14 to go here today so uh, it just keeps getting better that's what I love about uh, Super One at BF International just when you think you've seen the best of it something else comes along and wipes the smile even bigger and it's going to be absolutely amazing as we continue on with our next heat being the first of our senior X30s if you've got any oxygen in your lungs left because you're certainly going to need it it's going to be brilliant as we watch these guys go to battle Last year's runner-up, Oliver Hodgson, takes up residence in pole position alongside Derek Morgan. With Lewis Malin and Archie Tillett on the second row, Ewan Wilson and Owen Byatt on the third, Levi King, Henry Laws, Scott Jackson and Elliot Harvey rounding out the top ten. And once you've wiped the sweat off your brow, you realise that there's uh, another quite few crafty drivers just behind them on the grid. You've got Luke Hughes, uh, you've got Thomas Turner, the three seed, all the way down on the sixth row of the grid, not where he wanted to start. You've then got the talented American star Reese Ushijima, who has uh, come over to Britain to race under the Pierce Sexton Racing Banner, racing in Europe as well, of course. Morgan Porter alongside him on the seventh row of the grid. Cole Kilner and Matt Armstrong are on the eighth row. Joe Turney really struggled in qualifying yesterday in Senior X30. It was about seven-tenths of a second off the pace. I was asking him yesterday, where's the, def where's the deficiency? And he was like, well, we're not too sure about straight-line speed at the moment. That's where, of course, you lose a lot at PF International. It was a good half a second back in the end. Uh, Jake Douglas alongside him on the grid on the ninth row. Rounding out the top 20, we have Paul Stewart and another man who'll be frustrated. Sean Butcher would definitely expect to be further up the grid. 
Then we have Richard Morris, who's uh, really started to improve in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Rory Hudson is in there as well. And then we have two of the foreign contingent. We have the uh, Singapore driver, Alexander Huang, and the Lebanese star, who's really starting to uh, get around in the world of European and British motorsport, Rashid Ganem, who's starting to prove himself to be quite a talented racer. Uh, then we have Bradley Pennell, alongside Jensen Brown, uh, Saul Robinson, and Kieran Long. And then Sky Siddle, the uh, new Brit to Super 1, complete and total novice at Super 1 level, only focusing on this this year, having been in the Art UK paddock for the last three seasons. Uh, Eleanor Morris is alongside her, and then we have Anna Morris and Joshua Thompson-White. It's going to be an interesting race for this first one. Yeah, I mean, Oliver Hodgson, you'd expect him to win this weekend, even with a grid like that. Knows his track better than anyone else, reigning vice champion. Derek Morgan, fifth last year in the championship, uh, was the lead rookie as well. Lewis May and Archie Tillett. Brilliant performance from Tillett there. Wilson and Byatt, who was quickest in practice this morning, row three. Then it's Levi King and Henry Laws, Scott Jackson, Elliot Harvey, the number four. As you said, the number three seed, Turner, on the outside of row six. Morgan Porter, definitely one to watch on the outside of row seven. Joe Turney on the inside of row nine. We've got the number ten as well, Bradley Pennell, all the way down on, in uh, 13th. Sean Butcher. The vice champion in the junior X Steady class last year is to the outside of row 10. Rory Hudson to the outside of row 11. Sue Robinson as well. Very quick driver in this class. Uh, row 14 for him. So uh, a very mixed grid, Jake. But at the front, no surprise to see Oliver Hodgson leading us up to the line. Hodgson, Morgan, Malin, Tillett, Wilson, Byard. Here we go. And it's a cracking getaway. And Hodgson leads away. No major surprises. Straight into second place, though, goes Lewis Malin. So Malin's into second place as they sweep under the Litchfield Bridge and through the left-hander for the first time. It goes on and on forever. We got an off. Somebody's gone off there on the far side. Yeah, flags Two out. or three carts involved in that one. Two right down at the very back. So we'll figure out who that is as they come through this time. But uh, we've got two certainly a long way down the order compared to where they were hoping to be at the end of this first sector. So we'll try and pick out who it is that has not come through. I think one of them is Elliot Harvey, who has actually yes, got yes, there. Yes. Kilner as well. Yeah, that's a big shock, particularly Elliot Harvey. I've got to say, would have been uh, fighting for at least a podium he would have expected yep. this weekend. Wow. Where was Harvey? He was 10th uh, position on the grid. So Harvey down the back all the way already. And that's a real disaster from his point of view. Look at Oliver Hodgson's yeah. lead at the end of the first lap. That is after seven laps, not after one lap. He is kicking on and disappearing. Yep, Lewis Malin, second place. Ewan Wilson, third place. Derek Morgan, fourth place. Then it is uh, Levi King, Tillett, Jackson, Hughes, Byatt, and Laws, your top ten. Joe Turney's already gained six places, and he's going to gain seven over the bridge. Yes, that is another one as they go over the bridge on his uh, teammate Henry Laws, takes Thomas Turner with him. So uh, Turney now up into uh, tenth place as they make their way up towards Hairpin 2. Just looking a little bit further up. Oh, Thomas Turner. That's Turner on the inside yep. of Turney. And uh, 92 tucking in there. Henry Law's trying to come through as well. Morgan's lost a place to Levi King. So that's a change for fourth place on this lap. Good so battle between Saul Robinson and Bradley Pennell on that lap as well. Saul Robinson just moving to cover on the inside line. And it looks to me as though Cole Kilner may be signalling to the pits. Maybe it's game over for him. Yeah, it might be uh, just about coming in. He's uh, so far back, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's just the, given uh, the uh, terminate this race signal yeah. <laughs> under the neck Cut. for the jugular. And Oliver Hodgson has extended the gap to 0.99 but after two laps. Quickest on 
track is Levi King and he's lining up a move on Ewan Wilson may do it over the bridge let's wait and oh, see there yes, he goes there he goes third so, position that's move. held up the uh, man in third place Ewan Wilson who's now dropped down two places to uh, sixth position as a result of all that oh a little bit of a nudge there under breaking as the uh, 18 comes in there for a little bit of a hug. I think it was yes Wilson oh, no, in fact one. Ewan Wilson's up the road in fact that's uh, the number 38 of Owen Byatt that's uh, gone grass cutting briefly there it's on kicking off in this part of the circuit Owen Byatt now who's that to his inside he's got Thomas Turner behind him so that could be someone like Scott Jackson to the inside Lap 7 here in the Senior X30, Heat 1, Group A versus B. We apologise to our radio listeners in the slight drop of signal there. It has hopefully come back. It should have done. So uh, Oliver Hodgson leading the way, still comfortably in front of Levi King and Lewis Mallin, who are trying their best to get that gap down. And it is coming down a little bit, but not enough at the moment. Wilson, Morgan, Tillett, Turney, Turner and Byatt still giving chase in their own separate battle further back. But uh, Oliver Hodgson has got a 1.3 second lead over these guys. And Hodgson, he is just the master at Senior X30 at this oh, level, yeah. isn't he? I mean, there's nobody to touch him. He is Michael Schumacher-esque in his domination of Senior X31. And he get, once he gets the lead, there is no stopping him. No. I mean, you look at the IAMI International Final last year. He absolutely blitzed it. It should have been his third straight win. Had he not had the technical problems he'd had in uh, both 2016 and 2015, it would have been his third straight win at the event. But uh, finally took the uh, biggest title in the class after finishing second here. Oliver Hodgson, an absolute master of PF International as well. So uh, he is going to be very, very tough to beat, uh, not only this weekend, but this season. But uh, you've got to say, this is positive from Lewis Malin and uh, Levi King. They're closing the gap now. It's uh, just over one second, 1.08 uh, to be precise. Behind that, Derek Morgan has gone past Ewan Wilson. And then Joe Turney has now gone past Archie Tillett on this lap. So Turney up to sixth place and trying to chase down uh, Wilson and Morgan. Yeah, what Oliver Hodgson doesn't know about PF International isn't worth knowing, isn't it? He absolutely knows this place so brilliantly, and he's uh, making light work of it. They are chipping away at his lead, although they have run out of time, so Hodgson just I mean, controlling the pace at this point. Oh, we've had an off. We've had an off there up at uh, the chicane. Now, that has come from the previous hairpin. Oh, right. Wow. Uh, oh, that is Mark, Matt Armstrong. Matt Armstrong has come through and uh, clipped the timing beacon. So Matt Armstrong has yes, gone off there after an incident with, uh, I think it was, he was battling away with Alexander Huang and Luke Hughes. So Matt Armstrong has obviously had a tangle in the first half. Well, he's gone straight he's on. Gone yeah. straight on. Wow. So Armstrong is out of this race as we go into the last lap. Hodgson as is your lead up. Just saw Derek Morgan on the defensive from Ewan Wilson there. So Coming let's over see. the bridge, Joe Turney's going to get closer and closer to them. And again, Morgan's going to need to be defensive. He checks his right shoulder. Wilson is right there. Turney's closing down. Oh, oh, oh that was sweet, but he's going to run wide on the exit. And that's Morgan straight back through. Now Turney and Tillett are going to be straight back on the offensive. Yellow flags are waving into the left and the hand and right hand. So there's not going to be any overtaking there. And surely that's going to neutralize it. So Morgan, I think, is going to be okay in fourth position. I That's think no so. problem. Yeah, I think you're right there. But uh, Oliver Hodgson out front, going to get off to a perfect start here. Pole position and now the win. And what a performance too. Just controlling the pace to the bitter end. The checkered flag flies and it's Oliver Hodgson once again. Brilliant run. Second place for Lewis Mallin and Levi King in third. From Morgan, Wilson, Turney and Archie Tillett. From Thomas Turner, Owen Byatt. And in the top ten, Scott Jackson breaks his way through. 
good recovery drives from Sean Butcher in 11th. Uh, Bradley Pennell in 13th behind Morgan Porter as well. Henry Laws in 14th from Saul Robinson and Rory Hudson. Paul Stewart and Elliot Harvey. And then we have Alexander Huang, Jensen Brown, Luke Hughes, Reese Ushijima, Anna Morris fighting her way through to 23rd in the end. The Lebanese Rashid Ganem, the Isle of Man driver Joshua Thompson-White, uh, Jake Douglas from Richard Morris, Kieran Long, Sky Siddle and Eleanor Morris. And the two retirees, of course, Matt Armstrong, dramatically, a couple of laps ago, yes. and Cole Kilner. Yes, well... Interesting race. I think that's not the best race by far we're going to see by Senior X30, particularly for the lead battle. Uh, Oliver Hodgson just escaping. Uh, but we have seen that Lewis Malin, Levi King, can be quicker than him. Was Oliver Hodgson just taking it a bit easy? I think he might have been. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you look at your, he can see the timing screen at various points yeah. on the circuit, so he'll know what the gap is if he manages to catch it at the right moment. One of the advantages here at PF International with the yeah. digiboard, you can almost check when you go through the left oh, hand. Yeah. Where am I in relation to Malin and King? Have I got a lead? Yes, I have. I'll just check it. I'll just chill it out and tone it down a little bit. Don't want to over-push the cart. It's a nice little advantage drivers have there. They can kind of see as well. If they're fast enough, they can actually see what they're sector times are doing as well they can kind of see where do i need to gain the time so it's a, a nice little uh, addition uh, to the pf international circuit having the digiboard there not just for us to be able to see from a distance oh, yeah. what's going on but the Man. drivers in the race have been known to actually check that out and figure out where they're finding time and where they're losing it and they'll know their qualifying position before they get back to the pit that's so. very true they do uh, yeah so it's uh, very handy for them to have right so that is uh, junior x30 uh, sorry that is senior x30 done and dusted now we have junior x30 junior x8 well first of all uh, just a couple of mentions there well Derek morgan was fourth when he ewan wilson fifth tony 11 places gained six so good very start good for one. him till it's seventh turner eighth Bryant ninth, Jackson tenth, Butcher was up nine for eleventh, Porter twelfth, Pennell gained twelve places for thirteenth, Laws fourteenth, uh, Saul Robinson made good progress up twelve for fifteenth, and it was Hudson Stewart, uh, Harvey eventually recovered to eighteenth place after that first lap off. Then it was uh, Huang, Brown, Hughes, Ushijima, Morris, Ganem, Thompson, White, Douglas, Morris, uh, Richard Morris, that is, uh, Kieran Long, Sky Siddle, Eleanor Morris, and then. Uh, as you said, the two non-finishers, Matt Armstrong and Cole Kilner. Yeah, Anna Morris had some technical difficulties yesterday, but her fight back to 23rd, not bad at all considering, and uh, fights her way inside the uh, top end of the lower half of the field, if that makes sense. Richard got caught out a few times in uh, that uh, ebb and flow battle, whilst Eleanor remains where she was in the battle with uh, Sky Siddle towards the uh, tail end. Interestingly, to see how the... Uh, Three members of the Morris family, Robinson, continue battling away <laughs> around the circuit. I'm never going to stop using that joke. It's still funny to me. Anyway, so uh, let's talk a little bit about Junior X30 now because the uh, next race for them, Heat 2, and it's uh, B versus C for these guys. So Tom Edgar, Alex Lloyd, uh, Alessandro Sananetti, and Clayton Ravenscroft in the front end of the field. With Lewis Thompson there on uh, the third row, along with Oliver Gray. Then it's Shane White and Oliver Behrman. Uh, Reggie Dewey and Joshua Rattican. he's one to watch for definite. Luke Whitehead and Alex Lay, who's uh, been putting on a bit of a turn of speed of late. And uh, he's one to watch, as he is coached by uh, British GT star and Formula Ford Festival winner Scott Mulvan, of course. Uh, Tyler Reed and Casper Stevenson. Rufus Hunt and Nelson King. Ali Ackerby and Alex Walker. Teddy Pritchard-Williams and Dylan Cooper. Samuel Hawthorne and Theo Edgerton. Adam Malalu, William Ellswood, and the Finn Matthias Salonen. Now, the Northern Irishman Tom Edgar, uh, working himself up to the front of the field on this grid, 
has got Alex Lloyd, who's having the uh, win- he's having the uh, winter stroke spring of his life at the moment, battling away as he has been out in Europe with uh, Marty Boyer. Anybody who was watching uh, Valencia uh, two months ago will know that the only person to hold a candle to the Spanish boy wonder Marty Boyer was Alex Lloyd, and he was absolutely resolute in his attempts to beat him. Didn't quite get the job done, but certainly showed everybody what he can do. And I think, uh, Chris, I don't know if you're going to back me up on this or not, but considering he's been, re- he's ha- had that very steady recovery from a very nasty accident that uh, very much uh, put paid to his season, Alex Lloyd, he has suddenly become, I think, an even stronger driver than he was yeah. before his accident. Yeah, he's done the exact right thing about it. He's gone the right way about it. And uh, he came back stronger, moved to classes, and... Uh, has not looked back since. So, as you said, Tom Edgar, just to run through some of the positions where, uh, of course, we had one heat already. Uh, the inside row have already had one heat. Edgar was ninth. Serenetti, 27th. Thompson, 3rd. Shane White, 26th. Dewey was 6th. Whitehead, 4th. Reed was 10th. Hunt was 13th. Ackerby, 11th. Pritchard Williams, 23rd. Hawthorne, 20th. And Malilu was uh, 22nd. So, uh, some drivers at the front needing a good result, Jake. Here we go. They're going to have to go around again. It wasn't well, a clean start. So. That will just uh, give me a bit of time to go into this a bit more that's very true because Serenetti's the one to watch here Serenetti was 27th in that first heat and Shane White was 26th and they are starting on the inside of row two and row four. Yeah, they both got a lot of bad luck in their first heat, particularly yeah. Serenetti, who was looking incredibly feisty in the first part. Don't forget, he is the yeah. English Open champion and uh, has done yep. himself an absolutely fantastic service Won in this first Shenington. weekend. Uh, done an absolutely terrific job in the first race, although uh, did not get to finish and, it. And Serenetti was fourth at the IAMI International yes, Final at Le Mans. So. But the guy lining up alongside him is worth a watch because, uh, obviously, in Europe, he's in senior X30. Here in Britain, he still classifies as junior X30, but right. he's having a whirlwind season right now because he's uh, comp- uh, very competitive with his teammate out in Europe, Lewis Gilbert at Salbury's. But more importantly than that, he <laughs> won, won the, the Valencia Winter, Winter Cup, Winter Cup yeah. in amazing style when that was a battle between uh, Joe Turney, Mark Kimber and Dean McDonald. And Ravenscroft just swept past them all in the final and said, well, I'll take it if you're not bothered about the victory. He was absolutely on fire then. And I think that's going to really pep him up for a crack at the British Championship. I can see Ravenscroft win that too well looking down the order both Reggie Dewey and Luke Whitehead had moved forward well from the inside of rows five and six finishing sixth and fourth respectively so watch those two but out front is Edgar Lloyd Serenetti Ravenscroft Thompson Gray White Beerman Dewey and Rattigan the outside row we're seeing for the first time is this going to be the race of the day so far? It wouldn't surprise me. Here we go. And it's a great charge at the front. No problem at all for Tom Edgar. Alex Lloyd has dropped back into third position. It's a cracking start for, I think it's the E-plate. Alessandro Sananetti. Yes, it is. Has grown into second place. Troy on Tom Edgar. Is that going to be enough to get through? No, Sananetti's Lloyd's off. Lloyd's off. So yeah. Lloyd got taken out in that one and as they all crossed together. Chernanetti's dropped back into about sixth. He's Lloyd fit. got spat out. Yeah, Thompson's second. Then it's uh, Ravenscroft Dewey. Then it's Shane White, I think, up to fifth place. Serenetti sixth. Whitehead is in seventh place. Then it's Oliver Berman next along in eighth place. Behind that, it's the 27 of, uh, I think that is Josh Rattican. Uh, who of course will be in the CIK Academy this year uh, didn't quite catch who it was behind that but uh, Alex Lloyd as you said off Rattigan non-start by the look of it so Rattigan well, a big saw, problem I thought I saw him out there unless that's a transponder issue but, it could uh, be, but I'm almost certain is, I saw him out there the 27 on my timing screen says that it's uh, Rattigan in the pit so that's an interesting one we'll see as they go Thompson going for the lead on Edgar and straight through as well goes Ravenscroft 
beautiful move from the pair of them. Ravenscroft goes straight for the lead. This is what I'm talking about. This is the form he's in right now. He is absolutely at the peak of his confidence, at the limit of his powers right now. And Ravenscroft blasts through past Thompson to take the lead. Behrman just gone past Luke Whitehead as well for uh, seventh place. As Reggie Boyd going for third, he's got two in the place. Thompson! And he tags Thompson. Oh, oh wow, that was a scare for oh, Reggie Boyd. Thompson was the luckiest man in history. How did he not get tipped into a spin? I do oh. not know. Through in the third position goes the 16 Shane to White, Shane White. Who needs a good result after 26th in the first heat. So uh, Shane next, White Dewey, needs a win here. Dewey and Sadonetti are next. So uh, it's all very close indeed. But Tom Edgar, whereabouts is he now? Because he's uh, tumbled down into position. Ah, now we've got an issue for Ratican in that his transponder is isn't working. working. So that's why he is showing up as being in the pit. So Thought now so. we need to figure out where he's actually he's in. in. The t he's in the top 10 somewhere. Is he in this... Battle, yes, there he is. He's making the move on Serenetti. Yeah. So he's past Serenetti into eighth. eighth position. So that's where Radican currently is. Theo Edgerton down at the back. Not quite right, sure why. Some, some moves being made onto the bridge, I think, there. We looked as if Oliver Beerman was trying to move. He's going to make a move here on Tom Edgar, it seems, down towards Hairpin 1. Here there he goes. goes Beerman. Comes Beerman. This and is a good move. And, and he's going to get the number right. seven in there as well of Whitehead. Whitehead. Yeah. Brilliant. Oliver Beerman is another one to watch. He just seems to full, uh, oh, fulfill all the Change points. that. That's Edgar going back in on Luke Whitehead. Luke Whitehead will fight back on the exit of the corner. Oh, oh and Edgar. Edgar shut the door. Goodness me, that was tight. Rubbing wheels. Wow. Edgar gets him back on the undercut for the inside. He's going to get a bit of support in there as well from Tyler Reed. I think that is. Warning flag for the 54 on that time around. That is Theo Edgerton, which is probably why he's down at the back. Yeah. I don't like that sort of thing. I mean, I know he's had a, a bit of a difficult move there, but he's already down in last place. That's a bit like uh, punching someone in the nose when they've already got a broken rib, in my view. Thompson, however, sweeps past on Ravenscroft, gets the move done. And for third, that is Reggie Dewey on Chain White. Yep, it's all changed up the front. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Front uh, as we go over the bridge. Then for the fourth time, fastest lap for Reggie Dewey. Oh, and that's oh! a move there. Well, that was uh, Shane White delay. That was Oliver Beerman going for a move over the bridge, yeah. and uh, both of them delayed. Yeah. yeah. Well, Shane White had to run off onto the uh, 
far side of the runoff area. And then there's a move for the lead. Ravenscroft back on the inside of Thompson. So that is Ravenscroft in front once more. Thompson in second place. Third Three. is Reggie Dewey. And now Thompson gets him back again. Thompson on the inside of the left-hander. Reggie Dewey trying to get back on Ravenscroft on the inside line. Ravenscroft sweeps across to the right. Don't even think about it, Reggie. This is brilliant. Never mind. Disappear and leave them all hiding. It's going to be a rip-roaring race from the get-go. Right, towards the last corner we go. Thompson, Ravenscroft, Dewey, your top three, but uh, keep an eye on Shane White in uh, fifth place. He's working with uh, both uh, Oliver Beerman here as uh, he goes through. Josh Rattican just behind. Uh, Shane White's going to have to make the move. Well, he was under a lot of pressure from Josh Rattican and uh, going into... Uh, Going into uh, fourth place then is Shane White. Takes Josh Rattican through with him. He goes to fifth. Nelson King has gone through to sixth place. So Nelson King yeah. has just set a new fastest lap. I was going to say, yeah. King is on an absolute meteor at the moment because he's gone fastest than, of all in the first and third sector. Charging his way through to the top six. Has to oh, Beerman trying to go past then Nelson oh. King. Then it's Oliver Gray. Then Luke Whitehead. And then Alessandro Serenetti. So... Uh, well, this uh, lower order of the top 10, very close at the moment. Just outside then, it looks as if Tyler Reed, uh, in fact, sorry, Alex Walker leads the next queue of cards because we've got Tyler Reed and Casper Stevenson all trying to break into the top 10 in that fight as well. As uh, across the start finish line, here comes Thompson leading Dewey. Thompson, Dewey, Ravenscroft. And that's and Radican. That is Radican through to P4. So yep. Radican. Oh, Dewey for the lead. Dewey is going for the lead. Has he got through? Yes, yes he, he has. has. So Reggie Dewey takes the lead of the race then from Lewis Thompson and Clayton Ravenscroft. Then it is your man, uh, Josh Radican, in there into P4. Brilliant yep. work from Radican as he continues on his way. Then it's White, Behrman, Gray, Whitehead, Serenetti and that's King. Good. That's Gray going up the inside of Behrman a bit further. Oh, Behrman's going to get hung yeah. out to dry here. He's on the grass. Bucking Bronco override and King is going to get the move on Serenetti. No, he's not because Serenetti just chucks the car around the outside and gets grip on the far side. Good defense from Serenetti on Nelson King. That was brave. Yeah, holds position. Looks as if uh, just outside of the top five there, Gray and Whitehead still battling away as uh, the top three... Are they being caught by uh, Shane White and Oliver Behrman here? Behrman it is in fourth, White in fifth, down the start-finish straight. And uh, let's check the lap times. New fastest lap to Clayton Ravenscroft. So I think that's uh, pretty conclusive that they are not being caught at the moment. Over the bridge now for the seventh time. New fastest lap to Alex Lewis. I think Dewey might be going for the lead here on Thompson. He's through. So Dewey takes the lead back again on Lewis Thompson. And Ravenscroft's going to get an opportunity. Thompson's going to put himself onto the left side of Reggie Dewey to defend. Ravenscroft cuts in on the inside and takes second place. Nothing Thompson can do about it. Ravenscroft sweeps through in a second. Now he's going to have Radican and Shane White to come back at him. Five of them now for the lead. Just keep it coming, guys. This is terrific. Whitehead's gone into six past Oliver Gray. Sedanetti looks like he's gone past Oliver Beerman as well. So, uh, oh changes my further goodness, back. That's Alex Lloyd making his move on the inside of Nelson King. How is he doing this? Just 59 dead for the fastest lap. This guy just has bags of reserve. He knows how to dig deep. He is amazing at driving angry. He reminds me a lot of Nigel Madsen. Oh, there we go. He's on the inside of Dewey and Radican has come through in a third position as well. Radican now moves tight. Dewey is going to go for the lead. Radican was going to go for Dewey. Oh, he his own move. It's five of them all in one squabble. How are we going to sort this out? Well, Thompson went into third place there. Went on the inside of Shane Dewey White. It. So it's Dewey Ratican, Thompson, White, 
Clayton Ravenscroft and Sin to join them would well, in fact joining them at this Seven moment battle now. make that eight Cassinetti <laughs> is there as well and Oliver Berman is there as Ravenscroft tries to go around the outside from fifth to fourth place and he might go backwards as a result as Luke Whitehead tries to look up the inside up to the chicane now for the eighth but look, time look who's at the chasing camera the leader, the leader of that pack is Alex Lloyd Lloyd is how many seconds is that? that six seconds off the lead now. That will put him in 10th place by my calculations as uh, looks as if uh, Clayton Ravenscroft has indeed lost 5th place to Luke Whitehead. Yes, Not indeed. only that, but he's lost places to uh, Oliver Gray and Serenetti. Here comes White on the back of Thompson for 3rd position as the leading two start to break clear. Last lap. Here last we go, lap last lap. Radican has one more chance to go for Reggie Dewey. Wouldn't that be spectacular for Josh Radican from 10th position on the grid? Can he get the victory here? Down to, out of the Litchfield Bridge, down the back straight. Radican's going to start looking at Dewey. Dewey's looking to cover. He moves to the inside. He looks behind him twice. Radican is still trying to overhaul him. Dewey's going to move to cover one more time, but Radican is trying to get him away. Dewey tries to cut across. Radican may get a chance on the undercut, but he's held him up. Thompson's going to get closer. Fourth and fifth and sixth, still battling away. Serenetti, no! Oh. Curve, Serenetti. Good driving from Luke Whitehead Just there. Just about hangs on to him, and that was close. Sensible from Serenetti. Could have clattered straight into the side of Whitehead. Yeah, great defensive from Back in the Brock. end. But look at this. This is going to be a drag race to the line. Dewey, Dewey, Radican. Radican's got a good exit. So too, Lewis Thompson. It's going to be anybody's boot, but it's going to be Dewey. Just hangs on in there. Magnificent from Reggie Dewey. Reggie Dewey from Josh Radican and Lewis Thompson. Shane White is fourth from Whitehead. Serenetti. Ravenscroft, Behrman, Gray, Reed, Edgar and Alex Lloyd in 12th. Only 5.8 off the victory, Alex Lloyd, considering where he was on lap one. That is astonishing progress. And what a great battle. And great to see Josh Ratican and Reggie Dewey there shaking hands or fist bumping or whatever they can do from that distance away from each other. A great battle between those two. There's great camaraderie in Junior X30. It is no surprise that at the moment it is X30 that I am absolutely head over heels in love with in the karting world. Yeah, that's, that gave the uh, Junior Road Tax heat earlier. A good run for its money, I think it's fair to say. Oh, I, I didn't think so that was going to be possible today, to be fair. Yeah, 13th, we have Casper. Stevenson from Nelson King so unlucky Nelson King he had such a great chance of the top six at one stage Teddy Pritchard Williams Alex Lay Dylan Cooper great recovery from Theo Edgerton to move up to 18th in the end Alex Walker Rufus Hunt Ali Ackerby and then Matthias Salonen William Ellswood Sam Hawthorne and Adam Malalu well, my goodness I'll let you catch your breath for a <laughs> second there, I do not know how that race just kept getting better and better that's probably the best nine laps I've ever seen at PF that was a very good race and Reggie Dewey there just about taking the win from Lewis Thompson eight places gained in the process so for Reggie Dewey a sixth and a win you'd have to expect a to be for him to be starting on at least the front two rows going into final one tomorrow. Lewis Thompson, a second and a third for him, so he's in contention for pole position. Shane White adds a third to his 26th, exactly what he needed. Will be somewhere in the middle of the pack. Two fourths from Luke Whitehead, very yeah. consistent. He could so, even get the outside of the front row. Oh, well, I mean, that, I, I don't know if he'll get that much because, of course, we've got the three groups, so True. we've still are yet to see uh, this. We're still yet to see. Uh, second heats from groups uh, A and C. To be fair, Ratican is already starting very strong. Considering his 10th position on this grid and fought his way to second, Ratican definitely could yeah. be in with a chance of something special. Yeah, well, I'd say with, with Luke Whitehead, I think potentially a road three start for him. Serenetti, uh, he was fifth, just what he needed after that 27th earlier. Ravenscroft, at sixth place. 
uh, of course, that was his first heat. Uh, Behrman, likewise, Oliver Gray, too. Tyler Reed, uh, he's had a 10th and a 9th, so consistent from him. Tom Edgar, uh, he finished, of course, in 10th place to add to his 9th. Uh, not able to convert his uh, pole position starts, uh, start there. Uh, start on the front row for both of his heats, uh, but... Uh, there you go. It's a very tough class, and uh, Tom Edgar is new to this class, having jumped up from Minimax. Well, now we go back to Senior Rotax, and uh, <laughs> for anyone that was tuned in earlier... Uh, Seriously? Cha chaos. <laughs> absolute chaos. Yep. Chaos, carnage, pandemonium, you name it, we got it, and we're going to go back to the front of the grid once again for Miles Apps and Reese Hunter, William Newnham and George Holbrook, Spencer Barrow and Kieran, Griff uh, Kieran Gifford, then the Oplate, James Johnson and Lewis Brown on the fourth row, with Luke Wooder and Michael Cheek rounding out the top ten. Then it is Sam Baker and Rob Ellis, Tom Darcy and Lewis Brown, Alexander Kirkwood and Joe Bleakley, Georgie Whitbread and Harriet Stiles, uh, Tom Geeney and Lewis Ridd, Jason Coughlin and Luke Francis, Tom Neal, Taylor Adams, Dan Cragshaw, Harry, Sim uh, Harry Smithson and Alexander Baker. So incredibly tough stuff at the moment from the guys as they uh, battle away around the circuit. Some of them, I think, no, uh, both of these classes have already competed. I was going to say for the first time, but both, uh, both groups have already raced. A second place thus far for James Johnson, the O-plate. Uh, Miles Apps has had a third. William Newnan went backwards down the field, ended up 18th in his first heat, so problems there. Uh, Spencer Barrow had a seventh place. Uh, Luke Wood has had a sixth, so... Uh, Everybody within that uh, first five rows very much in with an opportunity still. Sam Baker in the top 12 and has had things uh, relatively his way uh, as far as where he started from. So uh, we're battling away in position. But Reese Hunter on the outside of the front row has already taken a victory, of course. So that's going to be where things will be interesting. Holbrook will want recompense for sixth position in his previous heat. Away we go. And it's a cracking start. Hunter's going to try and draw around the outside. Oh, ho, ho, sideways for the 14. Miles Apps just about hangs on. That was four-wheel drift. Opposite lock over the curb on the inside of turn one. And somehow keeps it together. But that leaves Reese Hunter to lead the way. Apps, I think, has drifted down to... Is it only second? Yes, it is. I am astonished that it's only second, considering how sideways he got. But that is Hunter in the lead. Second is the 14 of Miles Apps. 13, uh, sorry, th uh, third position. That appears to be uh, William Newnham still there for the moment in the 16. Then it is the 49 of George Holbrook, having kept himself into position. Not bad going for the moment. But this is really exciting stuff on the first lap as... Uh, as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Reese Hunter has well and truly caught Miles Apps there napping. I think Apps was very, very determined to try and keep him on the inside line and uh, just hold his nerve on that inside. But he just didn't quite have the energy uh, in the cart to keep it flowing. But he now tucks in behind Reese Hunter. The end of the first lap. And it is... Uh, Oh, our timing screen has uh, not updated, so uh, hopefully it will do shortly. But uh, a little bit of a hiccup for the moment. But it is Hunter out in front. It's like the good old-fashioned days when we're having to squint to see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. second, <laughs> isn't he, as uh, we come off the bridge. I don't think he's going to be there for long, though. He's sizing up a move. Here he there goes. Go. And Miles Apps dives up the inside into the first hairpin. Nicely done. That was a textbook manoeuvre. No problems at all with that one. Holbrook up to third place. It's going to be a move for Holbrook. Yeah, Kieran Gifford there in fifth place. Oh, but he's resisting. Hey. Noonan resists, and then he's going to squeeze oh. Gifford out. Not again, thinks Kieran Gifford. He <laughs> can't deal with grass tracking too much this weekend. Thank you very much. And that was very close indeed. He almost ended up with uh, mud in his face again as they battle away there on the far side. But it is now apps from Hunter, Newnham, Holbrook, and Gifford with Spencer Barrow, I think, still in contention in sixth place. Uh, it's James Johnson. Oh, it's Johnson, you're right. Yeah, yes, he's sixth. through. And then behind that is Lewis Brown as they come across the line. Excuse me. Uh, actually, I don't think it is Lewis Brown, but uh, we will work things out once yeah, we can. The, the difficulty Miles we have is, going into the, is, is in the lead, having taken that at the first hairpin. Looks as if Kieran Gifford's up to fourth place now. So third place is William Newnham. Then it's uh, Kieran Gifford in fourth place. James Johnson is in fifth place. Well, our problem at the moment is that our timing screen has yet to update from the start of the race. So we're still uh, trying to call it as we see it. Apps still under pressure from Hunter. Third place, Newnham. Then it is Gifford, Holbrook. And the 54 in there is Luke Wooder. So Wooder has come up into sixth position. It's a cracking start to the race from Luke Wooder. From ninth on the grid has already moved up three places. And he's looking quite threatening on the back of uh, Kieran Griffith's car, the 28, as they continue on. Yeah, he's behind uh, Johnson, isn't he? G Gifford's actually into fourth Oh, yeah, Gifford has moved up. Sorry, yeah, he's yeah. moved up past Holbrook into fourth position. I didn't even see that Spencer one. Spencer Barrow is seventh. Then it is uh, Holbrook behind that. Uh, and then behind that, I think, is it's one of the chaos board drivers, is it? Uh, so what I we think do that might be Lewis Brown, the 26, potentially. Yes, yes, you're right, actually. So it's, it's getting to be quite interesting between the two leaders as they stretch away. Reese Hunter obviously deciding that discretion is the better part of valour and just asking them to stretch away. Not entirely sure what the lap times are, unfortunately. We can't tell you anything about lap times or sector yeah. times because our timing screen is still on freeze. Mode. Oh, there was contact there, though. That is Lewis Brown in that, the 35. Yeah, and he's, ha he's come together with the two-plate, I think, that is. Or it was, so we haven't got a two-plate. No, so two it's no, going to no. be... Oh, it's the 22. One of the numbers has come off. So that's the 22 of Sam Baker. Ah. So Baker and Brown have come together there. That's the 35 of uh, Lewis Brown, who is... Uh, we have to distinguish between these two because there are two drivers on this field uh, called Lewis Brown. So we have to differentiate them by saying the 35 is the man for Oops, the 10s we need. We have James Johnson running slow at the last corner there. Not too sure what Is that, uh, is that a change for fourth position? I think that is uh, yeah, moving up the order. That's Luke Wooder. 
James Johnson really struggling out the last corner there. So Luke Wooder has gone into... Hang on, is that, is that third? third? Yeah, he's third. third. Luke Wooder has come up to P3. This, Terrific racing from Wooder. This to add to his sixth place of earlier. Gifford was 20th earlier. He's in fourth. Spencer Barrow... Uh, oh, they dive for sixth position. Seventh position is that and running up and over Whoa. the curves. Really tricky stuff for the 31 there, battling away. Goodness me, that's close stuff. And a, a bit of a gesticulation as well to uh, uh, from Joe Bleakley there as Bleakley has worked his way forwards. But Bleakley was very irritated about uh, being forced wide onto the grass and was uh, furiously gesticulating at the officials as if to say, come on, guys, this isn't motor racing. I'm bucking Broncos here. Down the start-finish straight go our two leaders, Apps and uh, Hunter, across the start-finish line. Get you any gaps? I was at just going to say, still no timing screens at the but, moment, uh, unfortunately. Luke, but uh, what we can say is that it is definitely getting closer for fourth place. Is that Spencer Barrow really piling the pressure on Kieran Gifford? Gifford needs a good result more than the likes of Barrow and Wooder here. And Barrow, I think, he into helping one. Oh, no. I was thinking he was thinking about that with Gifford, but Gifford just moved across to cover the line in time, so uh, no problems there for Gifford to hold on to fourth position for the moment. But the man on the move here, up into seventh position behind the O plate, James Johnson, is a very fast charge from Joe Bleakley. Mm. Bleakley in the 31 has come up there big style, and he's uh, tucked up in there then in seventh position. Behind that is Rob Ellis in uh, eighth place at the moment. Uh, Rob Ellis under a lot of pressure though so uh, how long will he be in 8th four? as Reese Hunter still pushing along with uh, Miles Apps a first for him so far Reese Hunter so a second would be a pretty good day at the office as for Apps he's had a third so a third and a first would be uh, good for him of those two Hunter would have scored the more points of course so uh, he would effectively take the pole position if it was going to be between those two we have got just over a minute and a half on the board as uh, Luke Wooder is under a lot of pressure now in that third place. Kieran Gifford right on the back of him. Then it's Spencer Barrow as Luke Wooder goes defensive and that forces Gifford to go to the outside. Gifford trying to go around the outside. Barrow then uh, having to uh, check back in. Oh, and Gifford getting all out of shape on the break going into a chicane. Spencer Barrow could get a run going down towards the, down towards Bobby Dan Corner. Doesn't not quite able to get through in the end as uh, we've got someone rejoining the track from the pits. Not too sure who that was. Just a couple of corners on this lap to go as we now have one minute remaining in this heat. And hopefully by the end of that minute we'll be able to tell you what the result was because we haven't, we still haven't quite got uh, up to speed on the old timing screens. As the 57 moves aside there, that's Jason Coughlin to uh, get out of the way of some of the faster drivers. But still we have these two, Miles Apps and Reese Hunter, who have stretched out a gigantic gap over the third place battle, led by Gifford, Wooder, and then uh, Spencer Barrow in there with Johnson right on the tail, bleakly in seventh place. Then it is the... Uh, I can't quite make out what number that is, unfortunately, from here. It's the 64, that's it. So the 64 is in there of Alexander Kirkwood up into 8th position. So uh, good re good recoveries from Bleakley and Kirkwood, and they needed it. So uh, good work from them. But now we are coming into the penultimate lap. I think we're going to be able to get one more lap in the board, actually, because we've got 5 seconds, 4, 3, yep, 2 laps to go. So that's fine and dandy as far as they're concerned. Sweeping under the Litchfield Bridge. This is going to be the moment, and Reese Hunter knows it. He's got to set miles up here. 
They're a billion miles ahead of third position by their standards. Up and over the Trent Valley Cart Club, Litchfield Bridge. Here we go. Off and round the right-hander. Down the back straight. Setting him up for a move. He's not close enough yet. He'll try and do him into the second hairpin if he gets an opportunity. Oh, and I'll tell you what. Further back, Barrow is under pressure from James Johnson. For Here he goes. And there goes Johnson. Yeah, makes a move up the inside. And Barrow is now going to have Joe Bleakley behind as well. So may have to go on the defensive, if not on the offensive, to try and get back past Johnson. And Bleakley's going to make the place. Yes, indeed. The 64 is in there as well. Kirkwood and then the 75, Michael Cheek. If he's not careful, he's going to let them both through as well. Do you know what? I'm not entirely sure that uh, Reese Hunter is going to have what it takes to get past Miles Apps here. I think nope. Apps has got Don't enough it. in the tank to do one more lap. I think he might just have it. Although, having said that, the exit out of the final turn is a good one from Reese Hunter. If he can sweep by on Miles Apps into the third corner, no great defence there from Apps. There's no way that Hunter's going to be able to get him unless he switches right round the outside. Apps continues to defend. It's going to be all about the exit from turn five here. Is Hunter going to have enough on the straight and narrow? He's trying to figure out where he's gone. He's caught him out there. Miles Apps looks one way, looks the other. He couldn't quite figure out where Hunter was going. Hunter's going to try one more time. Oh, oh, beautiful from Miles Apps. He just chops across the nose. Don't even think about it or you're going to get a front fairing penalty, Sunshine. Still there, still working with him, still charging away. And I think he's done enough to hold him off for the moment. Again, Apps defense to the inside as they go through the right. Up towards the pit bend turn. Long flowing right hand hairpin. No panic. No issues for Miles Apps at the moment. He's going to get this one done into the final turn. Unless Reese Hunter gets the mother of all exits out of the final turn. They come down the straight sweeping down. It's going to come close to the line. But it's a good enough one for Miles Apps. Apps gets it done. Reese Hunter in second place. Great work. Third position in the end for Gifford from Wooder, Johnson and Bleakley in the top six. Really good stuff and a really exciting bit of action there from the uh, senior Rotax C versus E grid. Sadly, I cannot tell you anything about the rest of the field because uh, even on the digi board, we still don't have live timing in front of us. But uh, Miles Apps hanging on there in front of Reese Hunter. Gifford in third position. Fourth is Wooder. Fifth is the O-plate James Johnson. And sixth, a great drive from Bleakley to come up ahead of Barrow. And then I think it is Kirkwood in front of Michael Cheek and rounding out the top 10 that looks to me to be the 26 of Lewis Brown in the KR Sport Machine so uh, that is uh, all she wrote for the third heat for Senior Rotax we're going to have another one very shortly of course and uh, that will take us to uh, pretty much the bang on halfway point of uh, the proceedings no that was the halfway point race actually so we are bang on halfway and uh, that's going to give us some entertainment for the rest of the uh, day's action. Those are listening on the Downforce radio feed. We're going to take a quick pause in the proceedings at that point because of uh, the broadcast length uh, that we can run. But we will come back very, very shortly indeed for the remainder of the day's action. And it will be a really entertaining day at the office for everybody involved. But it's uh, all guns blazing here at PF for the time being. Hi, I'm Tom Ingram, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Jacques Villeneuve, you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Bruno Senna, you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Chris Hoy, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Landon Norris, and you're listening to Downforce Radio. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.